Wrestling. You should have told me. Oh, do you have a can? Yeah. I no. just, Did just you just pop it? it? Uh-huh. No, it doesn't sound very good over Skype. No. Oh. Oh, boy. This is a, this is a choice. Oh, no. What is it? Um, I can't see ghost, your face. Ghost Bubblicious Strawberry Splash. Oh, yeah. I've had it. It tastes exactly like the gum. It tastes like uh, Big League Chew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In drink form. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to finish that. Well, oh, it tastes powdery. Okay. You're, you're hit an energy drink at, at 6.42 in the p.m. You all right? Brother, I was sleeping before. Yeah? I was taking a nap. What are you doing, burning the midnight oil? No. Just a, I'm, a, I'm a big nap guy. Okay. I like it. Call yeah, him Siesta. It sounds more, more legit. No. Nah. I'm, I'm a, it's a nap, damn it. <laughs> You're a nap, man. That's true. I, I, yo, the older I get, the more I enjoy my naps. Yeah. I'm uh, finding that out. That's good. It's, you're an old man taking naps. You're practically in a retirement oh. home already. Oh, I'm not tired. I ain't dead yet, brother. <laughs> uh, all right. Welcome to We Need Wrestling, everybody. Uh, I'm DJ, uh, the man across town via electronics on his microphone is Brett. Uh, We're not together because uh, Michelle is ill. Uh, So in the the hopes of not getting Brett ill, uh, for he does not have a license, um, we uh, were separated. Yeah, don't get me sick, please. I'm not sick yet. Uh, She's been sick since about Sunday, maybe, first symptoms. Uh, it's, It's strep. With a possible sinus infection, it is not. Yeah. it is not COVID. <laughs> yeah, no, not if you so, stay away. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so I've been I've been sleeping on the couch, uh, staying out of that bedroom. We've been as separated as possible so that I do not get sick. Uh, because I told her that uh, I don't know that my mental capacity can handle the torture that is strep throat. So. You can't handle some strep? I hate strep throat, man. I used to get it twice a year. Uh, right around this time when the seasons would change, I would always get strep. Uh, and it's been a uh, bunch of years now, but I hate, hate, hate it. I can't do it. I mean, I hate any sort of sickness. I right. just don't like being sick. Yeah, I just I, a sore throat does me in. I can't. I cannot manage. I can't tough it out. I'm a whiny little baby uh, when it comes to sore throats. So yeah, no, no thanks, brother. Yeah, plus it puts a hamper on my social life. It's just a big mess. Um, oh, your big, your big old social life, huh? Yep. But uh, yeah, so but we're good here. Otherwise, she's she's just toughing it out. She's being good. It's just a an abundance of caution. That's sure. All. So 
I agree. That's a smart move. Right. Um, but yeah. So how are you, pal? You okay? You yeah, man. Down hanging there? out, chilling, yeah. enjo- enjoying my life. That's about yeah. it. Yeah, nothing interesting this week. Okay. I don't know. I didn't really do anything since I saw you last. So I don't know. Not much going on. All right. Well, I, that's that's good sometimes, right? I need a week like that every now and again. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, uh, actually, you know what, before we get into the news, I just want to say that I, uh, I, last night was laying on the couch looking for something to watch to fall asleep to, and I put on that show, The Wrestlers. Oh, that, boy. That Netflix documentary about, uh-huh. Al- about Aloysius Snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, which isn't about him, but he, see, I, I mean, it is kind of about him, I guess, but it's not. It's about the promotion that he runs and his one-third owner. Of, I guess. Yeah, OVW, right? Yeah, OVW, right. But I, I guess mm-hmm. he like took on, or somebody took on, like, some some money men, uh, like some sort of radio guy, like sports radio guy, and a guy who's running for, like, a politician. He's, like, running for mayor or something, uh, or governor, and, like, they're the money people. Mm. Yeah. And uh, they're losing lots of money. Uh, like, hand over fist losing money. But come on, man. The indies are hot right now. Uh, and Al Snow's right. I, I got through like part of the first episode. And in that first episode alone, you can see how just sort of bitter Al Snow is about everything. Um, and also how like they're the, 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 you know, the fourth biggest promotion in the country because they have TV. Ugh. But like. What a, what a crock. And he's like, we go out to millions of homes. Every week. Oh, okay. Um, sure. Yep. Oh my god. I, and, you know, I'm still mad that Doug and I didn't eat pancakes with him at Perkins that one time. Though. Yes. You could have stuffed uh, his face in some pancakes, but um, I would have stuffed his face, and Doug would have stuffed his ass. That's right. They also did a thing where they talked about like all the legends that have come out of OVW, and like did like a little clip show. So they showed like Moxley and Cener. And uh, Leviathan. Uh, like, did they did they leave out? That's when they were the feeder system and the farm week for WWE. No, they say that that was that's okay. what they were. Uh, and then they talk about them cutting ties. But the interesting thing is now I know what they meant, but they sort of are play a little fast and loose with the big show coming out of OVW. Oh, okay. And they show clips like he's listed on the list of people that. That, like, they start saying, like, came from OVW. And, like, Big Show was sent to OVW. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he wasn't, like, an, he wasn't trained there and, like, wasn't produced from there. He was just sent there to lose weight. Um, yeah, man, he was, that was, that's a WCW power plant graduate right there. Right. So they, they play a little fast and loose with that. Um, and they, they highlight a couple of the people, um, that that Mr. Pectacular guy who was like an NWA guy uh, is there. I have no idea who that is. You don't remember? He, Mr. Pectacular, he used to come out with somebody. Mickey James, maybe? No, not I don't ringing remember. a bell. Maybe he was an impact. I don't remember. But anyway, uh, he now rides like a Segway in the ring. In the ring. In. In the oh, ring. Not to, well, to cool. the ring also, but also in the ring. Um. And then some guy named Cash Flow, who's been there forever, 
And then, the, oh, okay, I remember this Mister Spectacular guy. He was an Impact. Oh, it was an Impact. Okay, I think he was an NWA guy too when they brought that back. But yes, uh, so he's there and. Cash Flow, who's been in OVW forever, uh, who does not look like a guy who should have the gimmick of Cash Flow because he's like a beer bellied, like balding, long haired white guy. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. And then, like, uh, uh, this Hollywood Haley J, who I guess got a tryout this week or something. Yeah, I know who she is. She stinks. Uh, she also talks about how she, in the, very, in the first episode, so they show a fight between. I, I meant to write this down. I forget her name, but she posted the whole original story, her and Facade getting in a fight there and like getting kicked out of OVW. Um, was this Haley, this Hollywood Haley J's that was involved, but they show mm. her on the first season of the show, like in the first episode, uh, the fight starts because this other female wrestler was like, she gets high before every match. I don't think that's professional. I'm not going to wrestle her if she's high and drunk. And she's like, I have a medical condition. I have to smoke weed before I wrestle. <laughs> oh, I mean, hey, that's a good defense, I and guess. I, and I'm like, I, I don't think that's a thing. Like, I don't. I'm gonna say that's not true. You try using that. Try using that uh, defense, though. Right. And I guess her, this Haley J's mom, is also a lady that's been in OVW forever. And like Al Snow kind of makes fun of her because she's like, she thinks she's got another run in her. And they show her, and she's like also the production lady, but you know she's it's it's a mess. It's as much of a mess as you think it is. Um, I'll probably Yuck. keep watching it out of morbid curiosity, uh, but it doesn't it doesn't paint anybody in a good light. I don't know if that was the the purpose. Now, is it like do they release it once a week, or is it all the episodes are out? You know, that's a good question that I didn't that I didn't see. Netflix okay. I, well Netflix kind of does them both, right? It goes back and forth. I don't know. I don't have Netflix. Yeah. Uh Netflix. I the... think you know, I know like a couple people have been talking about it in the Discord, so yeah. I think that's out like the whole series probably. Yeah. It looks like it is. Uh it looks like it's everything. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Uh yeah. So it's got really good, uh, like, uh, episode titles. Like, the first one, obviously, is Ohio Valley Wrestling. The second episode is Cheap Heat. The third Ooh, is... brother. The third is Faces and Heels. The fourth, the fourth is Get Over. Man, that real, real kayfabe in them there. Uh, the fifth is Mother. That seems weird. Okay. Oh, the, the Haley wants to work, work a death match against her mom. Uh, right. Uh, cool. Six is called about face, and then seven is the big one. So it's all leading up to a pay per view. They want to have a big, huge pay per view. Yeah, where they I, they got like seventy three yeah. buys for it. I they're, think they're just they're bleeding money. I believe they say thirty thousand dollars a month, but I don't remember if that's true. <laughs> oh my uh, god, they might have said three thousand a month. Either way, they're bleeding money. Um, Good. And, Glad to uh, see they're successful. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Indies Al, are hot. Indies are super hot, and it's just Al Snow giving advice, and like they have some clips of like they they oh who's Al Snow, and they show like a segment where he's backstage with Foley and The Rock, and like of he, course he they pick that, and he tries to say something, and The Rock is like shut up, but he he's like I don't even know who you are, and Al Snow's like you mm -hmm. know who I am, I was here last week, 
And I was like, wow. Oh, man. And they show some ECW footage. I, I always kind of liked Al Snow. Um, but, you know, there's – he's Al Snow. He's, there's not much to – Al Snow. You know. Uh, he says his he says his shoot name at one point too, which is funny. But um, shoot name, I don't remember. Oh, okay. It's not a funny name. It's just it's just funny that he says like I'm Al Snow, but my real name, you know, is it like Terry Sun or something? No, Alan Ray oh. Sarvin. Oh, that's boring. Yeah. Oh, you're saying that Ew. like it would be like like Robert Sunshine? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 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 yes, like Al Snow is really, really a stretch for him because his real name <laughs> is Robert Sunshine. Yes, a uh, thank you, DJ. <laughs> um, Thanks, pal. <laughs> that would be much funnier. Nothing uh, gets by you, brother. <laughs> thank you. Um, I'm very quick. I got the reflexes of a cat uh, or a mink. Have you seen the mink disaster in our area? Yeah, dude. What was it? Like 4,000 minks were let go in yep. Montgomery County? Absolutely. Did they gather them? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh. Yeah. You don't mink so? I, Jesus Christ. All right. Good night, everybody. That is not happening. That's <laughs> You're the balls to make fun of me, sir. Listen, man. <laughs> um. All right. Let's uh. Now that I talk about the wrestler, let's talk about some news. There is some big news. Uh, yeah, coming out sure today. Is. Uh, the WWE made some cuts. Yeah, they cut uh, a bunch of people. Do you have like a list? Because I don't. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I got a. I got a. a seem, seemingly uh, tentative list here. It's updated okay. a, a lot, but um. Uh, Who do we got? Mustafa the, the, Ali. The notables. The yeah, notables. Mustafa Ali. Um, probably the biggest name I think released. Yeah, probably, I guess. probably the best wrestler released. Maybe. No, that's not true. Pre- eh, yeah, not true. Not true. Emma, who um, I didn't even know was Mu- still employed so, there. So Mustafa Ali. Um, I guess you could say their name. And then where you think they'll? What do you think they'll do? Okay. Mustafa Ali. Uh, I could see going to AEW. Yeah, I think he has probably the best chance. He's young. Yeah. He can work. Uh, and he's been sort of fighting to get out of there anyway. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, if not there, he'll end up in Impact for sure. Uh, Emma, who I didn't even know was still employed. I didn't either, to be uh, honest. She'll go back to Impact, right? I mean, Impact, unless, yep. unless Tony Khan's desperate, uh, which no, is a possibility. He'll go, she'll go back to Impact. Uh, the heartbreaker for a lot of people, Rick Boogs. Um, Boogamania I cut th- short. I wonder if Rick Boogs will be done with wrestling. Yeah, probably. I don't know how he is the wrestler. I, I, I like the physique. I like the look of a Rick Boogs. But I don't know. Can Rick Boogs work? I don't know. I, I could see Rick Boogs going on Impact. Yeah. Or oh, like, yeah. That'll like, work. Like MLW. Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, Aaliyah, who has I'm assuming hasn't been on TV in a long time, noted for uh, getting her nose kicked off by Xia Listen, that, that's former women's tag team champion, Aaliyah. Oh, Put some respect on it. Really? Who was she uh, tag champs with? I think I think it was Raquel Gonzalez. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm, I may be completely wrong. Um, but, yeah, her, I don't see I, going anywhere. I don't think we'll see her anywhere. Uh, Elias? No, he's done. Uh, he's like, all walk with Jesus now. So, I think oh, he's done. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Riddick Moss? 
well, knowing their track record, uh, in January he'll be uh, pulling down his pants and taking a crap on Goshiyazaki's chest <laughs> while holding up the GHC <laughs> title in Pro Wrestling Noah. I like it. Uh, I kept reading his name today and thinking it was Riddick Bow. Dude, I wish it was Rick Bowe. Right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, your favorite wrestler, Top Dollar. Uh, I, I hope he goes a- a- MLW with, Enzo, with Enzo Amore. I, I'm very worried that that his pal Swerve is going to gonna extend a hand. Uh, well, he didn't last time. That's true. Uh, That's true. I don't... I, I think Swerve uh, kind of learned a little bit, like, hey, let's stop, like, saddling me with yeah, trash bags and uh, yeah. let me do my own thing. Uh, as far as this list goes, Cousin Tahuti is still safe. Listen, the family's okay. Thank yep. you for asking. Of course. We're doing all right. Um, you know, Cousin Tahuti, stay strong. The uh, the This would probably be, I'd say, the best wrestler to release. Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. So Shelton. Shelton's um, an I old man. Be, I wouldn't be surprised to. Show up in AEW, not for long though. Six month deal, get some. I I I said this, I think, in the Discord. Um, there's some dream matches you could do with Shelty. He can still go. Uh, yeah, and I don't know anybody that would be upset at watching him wrestle Kenny Omega, um, or you know anybody else. I think I think Shelton can have some good matches. Uh, but, yeah, I don't see it being a full time gig, no. but I can see him doing that. If yeah. he wants, he always can go to Japan. You know? Right. Yeah, and he he but, also could probably potentially sign back as an agent if he felt necessary. Oh, there's that too. You're right about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh the the biggest name though, uh Dolph Ziggler. Uh um, I thought you were gonna say uh Dana Brooke. Yes, no, uh, that's coming. Um Dolph Ziggler uh has been with that company since like, I don't know, two thousand four. Yeah, it's been like 20 years, man. Um, uh, he's, yeah, I mean, ob- the obvious thing is him to AEW to be with his crappy there's, brother. There's no way he does not show up that the Hollywood yeah. hunks don't have a run together in AEW. Oh, God. If Ziggler was even moderately smart with his money, he's set for life. Dude, I guarantee he's smart with his money. So I, I think he could do whatever he wants. I think he's, he's been a, getting paid to minimally work. Right he's on the Kevin Nash deal. Right. I think he's a he's a decent wrestler. Uh, people like him. I think he'd get cheered in AEW, and his brother would be like, "Hey, can I get a rub here? <laughs> Come over here and help yeah. me." So yeah, I could see him going to AEW. Yeah. Uh, Quincy Elliott. Uh, I don't know who that is. It's an NXT person. I think is that the big guy from NXT? Yep. Okay. Apparently he's, a real tr- a real trash bag. Yeah, I remember when he got a ton of shit a few months ago. He's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Nope, done. Uh Bryson Montana, couldn't tell you who that is. Nope. Uh the the true big name on this list, this the biggest superstar maybe ever released, ever cut from WWE in the history of the company. Uh Dana Brooke. Man, are you oh, number one? Are you okay? I'll, I'll recover. Uh, you know, it's gonna take some sure? time. Time You're heals. Strut. Listen, time heals all wounds. Uh, we'll be we'll be okay. Me, me, and me and Dana will be okay. Um, you know, I, I looked to see if she ever like had a merch shirt, and I don't think she did. I was gonna buy it for oh, you. Jesus. Um, <laughs> just just so everybody when I so when I wear it, everybody knows that there's a pervert <laughs> here. Um. <laughs> Uh, listen, Dana Brooke, uh, I've softened her because I feel bad uh, when she, when that kid didn't high-five her. 
Dude, what a what a what an awful clip. But be let's be honest, she's one of the worst professional wrestlers I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh which means um, she'll probably join AEW's women's division. Uh, uh, her so, I can see being done. I hope so. I I, I really so. don't see her doing anything. Big Dave, give her a call. Um Ooh. All right, I'm going to lump some of these together. Mansoor, Mace, Dabakato, who was Commander Aziz. Uh, Shanky. Ah, Shanky. Uh, I don't, These all these people are going nowhere. Maybe a Mansoor, wasn't he? He was like assigned as a deal with the Saudi prince, wasn't he? I Dude, I have no idea. Um, um, but there goes the male I could models. See, I could see like uh, Dabakato and... Shanky, like, going somewhere just because of how big they are? Yeah. But probably, like, an MLW. Yeah, or Impact. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Ulisa Leon, Daniel McArthur, Kevin Ventura Cortez, and Alexis Gray. Sure. Yeah, I don't know who any of these people are. Nope, no idea. I'm going to guess they end up nowhere. Nope, you know, you're always... Hey, never like to see anybody lose their job, but, right. uh, you know, sometimes got to trim some fat every now and again. That, and that's the thing. We talk about it. I heard people talking about it this week. Like, you used to just get a couple of years in the WWE, and then your run was over. And if you were lucky, you were brought back later. Yep. But, like, you know, these guys like Ziggler stay in there for fucking 20 years as, yeah. a, as a mid-card guy, essentially, is, you know, pretty – uh pretty unheard of so and listen ziggler he had like a four-year run where he was pretty hot in the early 2010s yeah um but also there's the side of like oh he's so underrated and he's held back and then why does he keep signing the contract extensions to stay there it's because right. he's financially taken care of come on yeah. ziggler, it's not like come on <laughs> yeah ziggler's one of these guys though man because I always thought that, like, while I never liked him necessarily, like, I was never like, oh, man, here comes Ziggler. I just thought he was, like, a perfect WWE guy. Yeah. You know, good-looking dude, good size, like, you know, good build, can, you know, big sell was a, was a big selling guy, like, you know. Yep. Um, and it just never completely caught on for whatever reason. But I always just was like, man, this is, like, a perfect, like, baby-faced WWE guy. But... Yeah, the one time when they were going to run with him, he got kicked in the face by uh, Jack Swagger, and that was it. Right. Now retired from MMA, Jack Swagger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they kept jerking him off. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> That's what he said. Oh. Well, why would you leave someplace that was doing that for you? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Me, personally, I'd be fine with an old-fashioned. Yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's his story. Yeah. So, that's interesting. Wow, wait, yeah. Riddick, Riddick Moss, according to this list, Riddick Moss started with the WWE in 2014. Is that true? Uh, sure. How how come nobody knows who he is? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, also, this <laughs> list under Elias says started in 2014 uh, with a little star that says also portrayed his own brother Ezekiel. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he was definitely a 2015 for Aaliyah? Eight years in that company for that lady? So I don't know if you ever saw it. It was an early um, network show. I think it was called like Battleground or Proving Ground or something. Okay. Where it was a lot of like NXT upstarts. Yeah. Uh, and she was one of them. Oh. 
and like she was trying to develop a gimmick and she just couldn't get anything and uh it's kind of awkward to watch <laughs> that continued for eight years uh yeah essentially it did okay it sure did um yeah it was uh you know Good for her for sticking yeah. around as long as she did. It's interesting though. You th- you look at some of these guys, like you look at Boogs and Mustafa Ali, like 20, 2016 for Mustafa, twenty seventeen for Rick Boogs, and you're like, you know, you're in the company for three years and the pandemic hits, like that's tough. Yeah, you know, think about how you know how long it takes some guys to catch on, and then you're just stuck in those those two to three years where just nothing was happening it's you know oh it's brutal yeah but then you look at a guy like riddick moss who was there since 2014 apparently you can't get shit going in five years that's a little rough but whatever yeah i mean what what was his big thing was uh madcap moss yeah when he was uh kind of he wasn't was he future no he was baron corbin sidekick and then yeah he uh you know he's a good dude he's got you know a big guy but yeah i don't know Cool. Yeah, cool, <laughs> man. Uh, but yeah, that's it for releases that happened today. Um, the, the We didn't talk about this last week, but the merger's done, so that's a thing, uh, which is yep. why this shit's happening. Uh, I have pre-Googled Pro Wrestling News uh, oh, you. here, um, and uh, there's not much, uh, a sort of a, a beside, beside these releases, a bit of a light wrestling week this week i think um well there was the was the news today about uh the tv deal oh yeah right that happened today too uh what is smackdown's going to usa yeah so smackdown's going to usa starting in 2024 okay uh officially done with fox there was kind of the talks that fox wasn't happy with um the ratings Mm -hmm. so that's going to usa officially um the one thing I'm more interested in, yeah. well, well, first of all, I think they got a like a 40% boost on the contract. That's which, crazy. Of course they did. Yeah, of course. Um, crazy, though. The the one thing where I was kind of like, um, hmm, was uh, Raw's not going to be on USA anymore starting in September 24. Well, that's weird. So no more Raw and no more NXT? Hmm. Uh, so NXT, I feel like well, they, got, they got a, they got a long while, while to negotiate that deal. But if USA is buying SmackDown, why aren't they keeping Raw? Yeah, I feel like NXT is going to um, that's going to go to Peacock. You think so? Yeah, I don't know how much of a TV market there is for it at this point. Okay, unless like somebody can get it real cheap, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, and then. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen with Raw. That'll end up somewhere, right? Yeah, um, I just don't know where. And it could it could stay on USA. Who knows if they renegotiate? Yeah, they still have about a, a year, so yeah. So that can you know, but I just yeah, SmackDown going to USA Network. Yeah. Hmm. So the the Fox deal didn't really last super long. Did they did they break out of it early? Or no, just, they just, I just didn't renew. I just think they just didn't renew. Yeah, because didn't WWE fire Panini, and now there's like a lawsuit or whatever this week about cards and shit. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on with Panini. Yeah. Um, I saw even with like the NFL. I think uh, the Players Association like kind of got away from them. Yeah, 
So yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not, not up on the card game. Um, but yeah, so that's really the only other thing I had is that they got a new contract. I mean, uh, NXT's ratings from this last week, uh, was 824,000 live viewers on the USA network. So, well, actually, that's pretty good. Not bad. I mean, if you compare it to AEW, that's, you know, kind of neck and neck ish. So if you, if you compare it to collision, they're blowing it out of the water. So, well, you know, but they said that the, it's the highest rating since September of 2020. So, wow. I wonder what sparked it. It, Becky Lynch is champion or whatever. Oh, is that what's sparking it? I would assume, right? You have Becky Lynch, you have Dominic Mysterio. Uh oh! It looks like it was a, so they did a seven an eight fifty the week before, but yeah, I mean you're looking. Otherwise, they're in the six hundreds. Like the, that, that was a huge jump. So it's because you had Butch back on there wrestling Tyler Bate. You had uh, Dominic Mysterio wrestling Carmelo Hayes, and you had Becky Lynch the last two weeks as champion, and then working in a tag team match in the main event. That's why. It's, oh. That's why it's boosting the ratings. If you go back a month, they're in the low six hundred thousands. Oh, well, that makes sense. If you so. go back to the end of last year, they're in the 500,000. So, all right. Yeah, so they, and when, the, when, they're, when they're negotiating with Rod, they could say, eh, we'll throw you NXT for a couple extra million. Right, Why not? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but there is a thing here that I want to read uh, really quick is Tony Khan names four legends as his pro wrestling Mount Rushmore. Uh, this is from today. Tony Khan did a podcast, the Superstar Crossover Podcast. Thanks for coming on this show, Tony, you dick. Yeah, thanks, Bert. thanks, man. Um, okay, his Mount Rushmore. This is interesting. I would love to see how good, listen, I'm not going to, uh, but to see how, how quickly he spit these names out, uh, what hesitation. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's an interesting top four. Okay. Uh, Ricky Steamboat. All right, I could rock with that. Uh, no complaints. Uh, I'm not complaining about any of them. It's just interesting. Uh, Ricky being the really interesting one. Not a lot of people put him up there because he never worked heel. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. The Nature Boy Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. And Brett the Hitman Hart. I mean, that's a good list. It's a safe list with the it's it's the it's the safe list with the with the Ricky Steamboat thrown in to be like nobody's going to question Ricky Steamboat, but like you know. Ricky's Ricky could be taken off that list and replaced with a bunch of other people, but I like it. Yeah, uh, I'm into it. Good he list. said that Bret Hart's a very classy person in in real life. You know, in person, I, he's a real I, gentleman. He lives up to the reputation. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Right. He is a real gentleman. I totally agree. Thank you, Tony Khan, for st- sticking up for Bret Hart. That's right. It's about time somebody does. Yeah. Wonder what Damn he thinks. Of, wonder what he thinks about Shawn Michaels. Um. Or that boob Goldberg. Oh, that boob. <laughs> All right. That's it for wrestling news. Oh, hold on. There you go. Wrestling news done. Well, since wrestling news is done, before we get into the shit we watched, yes. uh, I think it's time for the Terry Funk moment of the Ooh, week. It is time for the Terry Funk moment of the week. Uh, Brett doesn't know what the Terry Funk moment of the week is, uh, so he'll have to listen to this. Uh after the episode's uploaded. But here it is. A Terry Funk moment of the week. We have the world TV champion. Hey, 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 Terry, hey, will you leave us alone out here? Just wait a minute, Lance. I want to say one thing. 
Yo-ho, Ric Flair, we know you're out there. Yes, we do. We know you're watching tonight. And I would like to pay your way round trip here next week to the newest extravaganza in wrestling, the Bimbo Bash. That's right. Ric Flair is the Bimbo and I'm the Basher. <laughs> you know, Lance, you know what I'd like to do, though? is I would like to sincerely go ahead and tell Ric Flair that we wish him well, and I know you do too, and I'm sure that uh, you do too, Sting. <laughs> you know, what, what is your name anyhow, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what is your first name? Is it B, you know, B Sting? <laughs> just leave us alone. Or is, it, Let us or, is it, or is it Ray, you know, Sting Ray? No, Lance. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding you. I'm just kidding you. You know, I know that you are the world's television champion, you know. <laughs> what do you do? Have a, have a belt that goes around your waist with a TV on it, you know, a Motorola or a Zenith? <laughs> okay, you see the belt. No, no, no. What are you going to be next, the uh, world's washing machine champion right. are you going to have yourself a maytag are you going to get yourself a lady kinmore and uh maybe with your brains you could go ahead and and take it to the uh take it to the theater every saturday night very funny very no i'm funny. just kidding you sing what i want to do is i really want to be shake your hand and become your friend let's shake hands come on NWA Pro Wrestling was brought to you in part by A&W, the maker of A&W Root Beer and A&W Cream Soda. So sit back and pour yourself an A&W. And we're back. Oh, Terry Funk, you scamp. You. That was a, that was a great moment. <laughs> it's a surprise. Yeah, te- you, you really told him, Terry. Everyone else knows what it is by now, and you don't as Damn of this it. recording. Um. Yeah, so I, I I saved some Terry Funk moment of the week, so that's so that was the one I picked. Uh, it's great because everything Terry Funk does is great. So you're not wrong. Be be prepared. Be uh, I don't know whatever Terry Funk rules. Um, so all right, what are we gonna do now? Are we gonna talk about the wrestling we watched this week? Yeah. Right. Um, or do, well, do we want to so, do we want to talk about the wrestling we went to first? What are we gonna do? Um, you know what? Let's. I'm going to hit off two things, and then we can talk about the wrestling we went to. All right. Sounds good. So, Friday Night SmackDown, yes. uh, it featured a rare appearance by one Mr. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh. Um, Dewey graced us with his presence. Mm. Oh, Mick Foley's uh, son was there, too? That's cool. Oh, yes. Uh, Did he get caned? I, no. no. Mm. Um, listen, I love, I love The Rock. Right. Everybody um, loves The Rock. I still get real happy when I see him on wrestling for some reason. Okay. Uh, so does guy. everybody else. Yeah, dude, because uh, he came out, and when his music hit, it was, like, insane. And then when he stepped out into, like, the sight of people, it got even crazier. I bet. Um, so happy uh, happy to see him make an appearance. Got a lot of time on his hands right now. Apparently. Um, needs, and uh, still looking it, for that W. 
trying to get well he got a w there i'll give him that all right um, that's good you know so he was on that friday afternoon he was on pat mcafee's show yeah and he said you know there was a handshake deal for him to him and roman to be at wrestlemania 39 last year yeah and it never went through for some reason mm-hmm. um and then he said well he goes i'm open to wrestlemania 40 okay so we'll and, see and, what happens there and cody just looked longingly at the revolver in his in his nightstand oh dark yep um, <laughs> the, yeah it's so, you if it's on the table it's gonna happen it has to happen it has to happen and what does cody do nothing <laughs> nothing he can't yeah. do about it yeah it absolutely has to happen yeah um but yeah seeing the rock out there again it's always so much fun yeah um even like if he's you know a weirdo Hollywood dude. Now it's just it's cool to right. see him. I, you so, know. if Rock does wrestle Roman, does Rock beat him? No, you don't think so. You don't think no. they they you don't think they're out is to put it on the Rock for like two no. weeks and then have somebody beat the Rock. I don't think so. No. Okay. No. Um, Rock's schedule would have to be cleared up. Um, and I don't think fifty-two-year-old Rock's going to wrestle more than once. Okay. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Who knows what the future holds? That's true. Um, so before we get into wrestling, we went to, there was one other thing I watched before we talk about it. Okay. Um, I did watch one match from impact 1000 last week. Okay. How are the, Um, how are the, the team 3d looking? Didn't watch that Uh, part. I thought you were for sure going to watch your buddy Bubba. Nope. Absolutely not. Brother Bray. Bully brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I watched one match. It was for the X Division title. It was the challenger, Chris Saban, and the champion, Leo Rush. Oh, yeah. I saw um, this happened. Dude, it was so good. Yeah, good. Um, you know, seeing Chris Saban win the X Division title for like the 1100th time. Yes. Made me, made me giggle. Yeah. Um, but Saban was on the first episode of Impact. He sure was. <laughs> And now he's on the, he was on the thousandth episode. Yeah. Uh, but he did beat Leo Rush for the X Division title. It was it was an awesome match, to be honest. It was gonna be my match of the week for uh domestic before a certain match last night, which we'll talk oh. about later. All right. Um you know, but yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah. Um again, I don't know how much I'll keep up with impact. Yeah. Uh I just pop in every now and again i think that's a healthy relationship yeah. to have with impact wrestling yeah i think that's the most anybody should ever do with impact wrestling is just pop in every now and then yeah. unless you're ed and uh you love impact forever that's so super weird yeah um but then I, I guess we'll talk about wrestling we uh we actually went to okay let's talk about it yeah so uh steel stacks smackdown two yes presented presented by uh, lvac that was this past saturday down in bethlehem at the steel sure stacks was. uh you and i hit the road together i uh, met up with doug met up with uh, adam mm-hmm. and i want to say adam's friend's name is dave it but is i don't dave. remember yes, it is dave ah see, I, I don't mean. think he listens to this podcast so it doesn't that's fine we can get all right wrong so adam's friend dan okay yes um adam's so, friend robert sunshine yes robert yeah bobby sunshine um yeah so uh we got there you know normal time i guess well so we you know the three of us uh 
had uh, gotten the Wheeler Yuta figures. This is sort of the most important thing of the night, I guess, really, right? I'm sure yes, Adam's yes. going to be covering this a lot more in depth on At Odds. Uh, yes. But the the three of us had all gotten the Blood and Guts Wheeler Yuta figure uh, in, in time. Was, uh, very serendipitous. Uh, so we were ready to go see him. Um, and uh, you and I walked in and did our the, the duty of, of – um, Donating, we we did we donated to the food kitchen that's always there for raffle yeah, raising because some because funds. You and I are we're good people, right? We're we good quality gave, people. We give back. We we tried yes. to. We did it last year. They had a big prize package, but that's not really what matters, right? What matters is is the giving, right? That's what makes you feel good. Yeah. Um, and then we went over to see Wheeler. Uh, Adam was first in line because uh, uh was did you see Adam donate? Uh no, but and even when we walked oh, over, that's he right. said uh, he that he was first in line because uh quote he didn't waste his time with donations. Um, mm, okay, yeah. so, interesting. You know, interesting choice of words. Right, very interesting. But um, I know how I sleep at night. Uh, Same. Yeah, and um, so not, not surrounded by cardboard. Right. <laughs> With the hollow eyes of Alexa, Alexa Bliss cardboard <laughs> cutout staring down at me uh, from the hastily <laughs> duct-taped job to my ceiling. Exactly. Um, Jesus. Uh, um, but uh, so we got to meet Wheeler Yuta. Uh, Adam got his signed, and it was – I guess it's Wheeler's first figure. I thought he had another one out, but it's his first nope, figure. this is number one. Uh, so that's cool. Um and he signed it, you know, first ever. Uh, so I was second in line, and I went over, and I, I grabbed my paint pen, and Wheeler, uh, nice nice boy that he is, was like, do you want it personalized? And I said, can you sign it uh, second si- second ever signed? I said, so I could break that guy's balls for having the first. <laughs> uh, and he was like, Absolutely. Uh, sign that for me. We took the picture, uh, and uh, and then you were up next. Yeah. Uh, so I I got up and uh, he looked at me. and goes, "Do you want me to hit yours with the third signed?" And we kind of just laughed it off. And I we, we both stopped. And I said to him, "Eh, why not?" I go, "I'm." I go, "We're all friends." I go, "This will be a fun story." Right. Which you'd have got a real big pop out of that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I have the third signed. <laughs> we were you to figure. There you go. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, he was a nice dude. Reasonable very price nice. on the yeah, autograph and nice. the picture. Uh, somehow Sidney Bacabella got the table next to him. I don't know how that happened. Um, yeah. and I said to, uh, I said to Bacabella, I was like, cause, cause I walked in, I was wearing my suicidal hat and he, uh, he looked at me or he yelled across the room, uh, Hey, you. The guy who's definitely too old to be wearing that hat. Get over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I walked over to get the thing from Wheeler, I was like, how did you how did you get to be the table next to the biggest star here? And he's like, I'm the biggest star here. I'm a two-time Hall of Famer and, you know, whatever. Because Sydney's awesome. Sydney knows how to work a room. Yeah, he certainly does. Uh, he dry, he dry, draws so many people to, to the merch table for everybody. Him first. But then whatever's left, he tends to hit everybody. Of course. Um, my favorite uh, shtick of his is uh, he'll yell out with Channing Thomas. He'll say, oh, my God, look at that. Another winner. Come on over to the table. Yeah. 
What's your prize? You get to pay for a picture right. with me. Absolutely. It's brilliant. Oh, Sydney. Um, and so they also had the three members of the Nation of Domination. Uh, Ron Simmons, unadvertised. Uh, the Godfather, uh, slash comma, slash Papa Shango. And D'Lo Brown. Um, we did not do any of those because they were a little expensive. Yeah. Just a little bit. A little, little pricey. Little pricey. Um, but I did, um, manage to sneak a little moment with the nation, uh, in before the show. So I guess it was as the show was going on. I think it was as Mantequilla was wrestling. Ah, Butters. Uh, also known as Butters. Uh, so I oh. love the way that you knew, we're going to talk about how you know what Mantequilla <laughs> stood for. Cause I didn't, it's fucking hilarious. But, um, so I looked over where we were standing and the, the three of them were over at the bar uh, and I was like, I'm gonna, I want a beer. I was drinking some Guinness. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go get a beer and I'm gonna go buy Ron Simmons around, uh, because I love Ron Simmons. And, uh, so I went over and their beer was comped by the bartender. And I overheard, as it should be. As it should be. And I overheard the Godfather, so sorry, Smoke Train, Charles Wright, um, <laughs> talking about how sick he was of the, cause they were at a convention earlier in the day about how shit the weed was in Pennsylvania and how he doesn't know what they were telling him was weed. They were trying to get him to smoke, but it all tasted <laughs> like dirt, uh, and whatever. And I, I, you know, I, I had a, I had a, my medical vape. Uh, let me make sure that's very clear. My medical vape with me. Uh huh. Yes. Medical. Um, and I, uh, uh, just, you know, just walked over and said, you know, I, I have this if you want it. Um, and, you know, rightfully so in a very smart decision said, I don't really take, you know, from strangers. And I was like, I get that. That makes sense. You don't know who I am. Uh, <laughs> you don't know it, what sort of, uh, I have none, but you know, in this day and age, who knows what shit is spiked with or whatever. Um, but I offered and then, uh, D'Lo and her, they gave me a little cheers. Like a thanks anyway, a little cheers. Uh, so I got to do that with the nation of domination. I got to be a, have a little, little mark out with them. Um, you, you Mizark. I am a Mizark for Ron Simmons. All absolutely. Well, for Papa Shango, hundred percent. But uh, so the first match on this show, Mantakia and the Cyberhawks—that's Dangerhawk, Razorhawk, and Thunderhawk—versus the Lost Boys of Ethan mm-hmm. Promise, Junie Underwood, Miles Penn, and Ryan Riz. Uh, the, the important thing here is Mantakia is a masked man with a yellow and black motif. And uh, I looked it up because I didn't know because Mantequilla is like a cool sounding word, but you never know what these things mean. Uh, Mantequilla means butter in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you knew this. I sure did. How did you know this, Brett? Uh, thank you, South Park. Mm. So there's an episode of South Park where, and listen, it's a cartoon. It's not real life. I don't agree with it. <laughs> uh, where... Um, they are playing Last of the Mexicans, mm-hmm. and Butters uh, is playing a a Mexican, right? And uh, Cartman is, you know, obviously the the heel they're hunting for him. Right, he's being Cartman. Yes. Uh yeah. So they're playing the game. Uh, Butters somehow gets out and uh, gets lost in the woods and stuff, and ends up getting um like picked up on the side of the road by this like man and woman. Um. For basically for him to be their uh, their uh, like house slave. Okay, great. And they and they his name 
during it is Matakia. <laughs> um, right. Hilarious. And yeah, and at one point they're just like telling him to clean all this stuff. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a hilarious episode. But uh, and I'm gonna have to send it. You're you're gonna have to watch it. I'm going to have um, to yes, because that wrestler's yeah, name it, is it, Butters. Oh, he's ruined forever. Yeah. Oh, hey fellas, <laughs> um, yeah, it's Butters. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, l- listen, um, I enjoy LVAC shows. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think the last LVAC show before this one was probably the best in ring that yeah, they've had for sure. Um. <sighs> The first three matches on this show mm-hmm. um, were not good. Yeah, they were rough. They were definitely rough. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to, you know, poo-poo all over people. Yeah. But uh, it just was not good. Yeah, I, we're not going to – I don't want to mention any any other names other than Mantikia just because of the funny name, but like – yeah, it it was off to a rough start, and it's a, it's a local indie, you know. It's what it is. Uh, not everything's gonna be great. Uh, different levels of ability no, and, and experience. Uh, but yeah, a little a little rough, uh, a rough go. Uh, and it's hard because you do have a bit of a different crowd at this thing. This is a bigger than a regular LVAC show. Uh, sure. You know, you have some WWE stars there. You have the advertised AEW star. Uh, who was supposed to be wrestling but got injured, quote unquote. Um, so yeah, so the it's a little bit harder for a crowd uh, to see that kind of thing and not start to run away with with it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but the the back half of the show I felt was was saw as solid as anything LVAC normally does. I agree. Uh, we got to see Tracy Williams. I got my mark photo with Tracy Williams. Um. With, I didn't even have to drop uh, Joe Sposto's name. Um, and I told him that I feel like he's the reason why Brian Cage tries now. Uh, mm-hmm. Because his match against Brian Cage in Philly was the first time I saw Brian Cage try to be a wrestler and not just a body guy. Um, yes. And then him and Matt Mikowski wrestled Delirious and Frightmare. Uh, and then we got Max the Impaler versus Delmi Exo. Uh, and we love Max. You know, Max, Max is, is so cool. Max is our pick in the the gender neutral monarch of the soon to be named network or of add odds with wrestling, whatever it is, uh, from this last time. Uh, we love Max. Max is awesome. Max is going back to Tokyo Joshi Pro. Um, we cleaned them out of their little Max like mini wrestling buddy. Yeah, which is really cool. It's on my desk currently. Yeah, mine's on my desk too. Actually. Yeah, um, from WrestleCrate UK, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a cool little thing. So we cleaned them out there. We got our photos. Um, so that was cool. We want, you know, last time we saw Max, they were hitting Dan Champion with a garbage can full of glass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was yes. awesome. Oh, that's still the coolest. It was awesome. Uh, all-time LVAC moment. Uh, we then got the team of Brandon Kirk and Lucky 13 versus Club Soda, which is Jeff Cannibal and Puff. A big uh, old squirt party. Everywhere. Managed by Downtown Spaghetti Buffet, Simon Sutherland. Uh, <laughs> and they did. They made a lot of people squirt. I, I sure was. Uh, we've said this on the show before. Uh, I think we've definitely said it in private. But, like, I really love seeing Jeff Cannonball. Yeah. Cannonball's awesome. 
It's so much fun. Uh, this is like a weird, like outside of Puff, like Lucky and Brandon Kirk are sort of deathmatch guys, as is slash was Jeff Cannonball. Uh, but they wrestle sort of comedy stuff here, and it, it just works really well uh, until those rat bastards shave Simon Sutherland's luxurious locks. How dare they? Um, and they did it. Did you see the backstage promo? I sure did. Where, where <laughs> Cannonball's finishing the rest of it. Oh, poor uh, Simon. Poor, si- poor downtown spaghetti buffet, Simon Sutherland. Uh, a legend. The the best, the, 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 the best, maybe second best manager in the Lehigh Valley. Um, we, we love you. We do. Uh, we had Mike Bailey versus LSG, who is the ace of space. Uh, yes. and that was good. I don't, I'm not familiar with LSG, but Bailey hits the, what's, what's his finisher? What's the double knees thing called? I don't know what he calls it. Uh, the ultimate weapon. Sure. I think that's what he calls it. Uh, he hit a real good one at the end of this match. Uh, yeah. and then we had the main event, the sort of Bacabella's army versus, uh, Ultramantis's mob. Is yes. what it's called here online. Uh, I, I love that. And I wish there would have been an adventure in the style of like sting squadron. Oh, for that would this. Have been really cool, man. I wanted it so bad. Yeah, yeah that would have been awesome. So it was Cheeseburger, Clara Carreras, Dan Champion, either Surreal, and uh, filling in, because we either you got hurt, uh, the legendary Swamp Monster. Oh, yeah. Uh, managed by Ultramantis Black and Wheeler Yuta, uh, versus Bacabella's army of Avery Good, Bojack, Channing Thomas, Jakob Hammermeyer, and uh, a wrestling Sidney Bacabella, because Becca uh, went missing, mm-hmm. um, which is an interesting thing that seems to continue to happen um and uh this was arguably the most lvac show on this lv or match on this lvac show 100 percent. uh it's just madness stan champion was, was on the fun. news he was in the newspaper he's all over the place this week uh yeah. and this is sort of the culmination of the storyline of his face turn you know bacabella screwed him over every good coming out of retirement uh and uh and yeah Dan gets his gets his revenge uh Wheeler Yuta that dastardly son of a bitch turns on them except the check that from, little shit right except a check from Bacabella towards the end of the match how uh, dare he but it then is revealed uh that the swamp monster has been Chuck Taylor this entire time ah. uh and he chases Wheeler Yuta out so the LVAC can continue AEW storylines if they want I like it uh, and yeah, it was, you know, the crowd's big behind Dan Champion. Uh, you know, that's, it's a great team. Crowd was hot for most of the night. Everybody was yeah. rocking and rolling, having a good time. Uh, back half of this show was, was, was really, really good. Um, and, uh, yeah. I think that's yeah, about dude, it, right? I, I love going to LVAC shows. Too. It's always a never, good time. You're never going to have a bad time at no. an LVAC show. Mm-mm. Um, you know, Obviously, bummed, you know, we didn't get to see some regular people, as in friends. Yeah. You know? uh, like, obviously, no Joe, right. no Tim. Right. Uh, you know. But, hey, there's always next time, which yeah. I think next time's in December. Yeah, I think December. They're around the new year. So. Yeah. LVC is always great. This is their big show. I hope they keep getting to do them uh, one a I year. Think, so. I think they will. I mean, yeah. you know, it seems to be a lot of interest there. So. Right. Uh yeah, it's always a always a good time. Yeah, and uh, Alpha Junior was there without incident, so it sure was. Um, but yeah, this was uh, this is always fun. I like that venue. 
I like hanging out. We went to Denny's afterwards, as you as you do. Of course, we did. Um, and Doug watched me eat country gravy. Ah, uh, so then we got some turnpike gravy for the yeah. ride home, and then we had some turnpike slushies too. It's true, <laughs> we did. We're are we going to tell that story on air? We're yeah, going to talk yeah. about we're going to talk about the the disaster that you left. Yeah. So in a, listen in a Seven Eleven. I'm a child. Okay. I don't know how things work. Okay. Um, I don't need to know how things work because right. I'm I'm hot. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, uh, a slushy machine. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, listen, the lever was a little hard well, to pull. Hold on. We've been on the hunt because okay. right? we don't have a 7-Eleven in our area, and 7-Eleven no. is carrying Mountain Dew pitch black slushies. Yeah. Um, oh, and also we saw street deer. We did see, we just saw city deer. That was weird. Yeah, and then we told Doug about it all excited, and he's like, yeah, that yeah. happens all the time Bethlehem here. just have deer that live in the cities. I don't understand. Yeah. I guess they rent apartments. Um, sure. So, all right, so we found a 7-Eleven, and they had the, the pitch black Mountain Dew slushy, which have both of us elated. Hashtag slush life. Uh, this is, this is the, the tip that we're on. We were talking about slushies before we started recording tonight. <laughs> we sure were. Uh, I had a slushy yesterday. Uh, I had one too. I'm gonna eat one of my little freezer cheapy slushies tonight. Like slush life. Hashtag slush life. I'm all in. Uh, hashtag slush fund. Um what an affordable treat a slushy is too. I got a, a large one at, from the Turkey Hill the other day. It was a, like a a buck thirty or something. Dude, Insane. I went, the one I got from Sheets the other night, it was free because of my sheets points. There you go. See? What a deal. What a delicious yeah. treat for free. Um, it's one. It's a deal at thrice the price. I tell you. <laughs> it's so, so good. All right. So, uh, so now that that's done, continue uh, your your fight with the lever. Listen, admittedly, it was a hard lever. Okay? It was it, definitely a hard lever. Definitely could yeah. could have used some grease on that lever for sure. Yeah. So uh, I I got it pumping. You know, yeah. filling up my extra large slushy cup of Mountain Dew pitch black slushy. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot to turn it off what do you want you did uh what do you want me to do right and you didn't do the the top first so the so the 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 disappointing thing about an extra large cup is that they do not fit under the the nozzle with the top with the dome lid on see and that's why i don't do it right so but you you didn't hit it right and like if 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 you know anything about pouring a slushy right it it swells afterwards it sure did. Right? It hits the warm air. Slushification happens. That's the scientific descriptor of what happens. It, it swelled all over my hands, all over the machine. It swelled everywhere. Uh, I have a picture. Uh, the machine, the tray to catch the excess is full of purple uh, <laughs> slush. The cup has runneth over. Your uh-huh. hand is covered. You, you look like you had one hand belong to the grimace. Um, yep. And I hadn't got my slushy yet, so you asked me to block the view so that because the guy's sitting right there at the counter. Yeah, uh, I had to clean. So you had to clean. So I got my slushy uh, without incident, might I add. I was so sticky. You were incredibly sticky. Yeah. So we handle our do? business. <laughs> we walk over to the the register, just trying to get out of there, right? Well, yeah, and then we're standing there. We take a sip of the slushy, and we just go, mm, "This isn't good." <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna get there. Tasted like shit. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. I, was, I think I just looked at you and said, mm, "Very dark, Ter- terrible." <laughs> for uh-huh. for as as good as Mountain Dew Pitch Black was, is as yeah. bad as this slushy was. Oh, uh, so but we bad. did both drink most of ours. Um, 
so we I, walk, fin- I finished her up. So we walked up to the ca- to the counter, and uh, I got maybe I got like I got a pack of M&Ms or something with it. I don't remember. And I put my thing down, and the guy says something to me, and I'm like, "Yep, yep." And then uh, he points at you, and it was, it was a nice uh, Middle Eastern man, I guess. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know; I can't tell. Uh, but he had an accent, and uh, which is important to this story. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I went to pay for my things and he pointed at you and he's like, is he with you? And I was like, yeah, he's with me. And I was like, oh no, they're going to bust us for making a mess out of the fucking mm-hmm. slushy machine. I was like, we're both going down for this crime. We're going to, we're going to slushy jail. That I had no hand in, um, I guess as an accomplice, uh, mm-hmm. an accessory after the fact. But, um, so I'm like, yeah, he's with me. Uh, but like, but he could pay for his own stuff. Like we're not combining anything. Uh, in case, because also you left by your own admission, arguably a, a, a whole other entire slushies worth of slush. Oh, no doubt. There was like a whole extra large slushie just laying there in the tray. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's on me. And up. So I was like, no, nah, he could pay for his own thing. I grab my stuff and I leave. Uh, and I go get in the car. And I was not witness to this, but this is my favorite part. So you got to go ahead and tell it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you ran out of the store because you were embarrassed. I was. Um, and the guy says to me, he looks at me and he goes, that's your friend. I said, yeah. And he, he says, he's son of bitch. <laughs> to which I responded, brother, you don't know the half. <laughs> I paid for my slushy and I trotted out the door. Yep. I don't know what he was trying to get at. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you were a wise guy. I guess or... so. He's not as a wiseacre. Uh, all yeah. I know is that your picture is going to be hanging up. They're going to rip us off the security camera and put us on the door. Uh, and ban yeah, there's going to yeah, my picture. I'm just going to look very confused, covered in slushies. <laughs> right. They're going to ban us from ever getting slushies there ever again. Uh, but, oh, well, uh, that slushie you win some, you lose some. Yeah, that tasted like duty. I didn't like that yeah, slushie at all. It was so pure ass. So Such no worries shit. there. Yeah, no worries on ever having to go back to a Seven Eleven. Yeah, um, but I will go back to an LVAC show. Absolutely, every every time and any time. Yeah, um, Joe, you were missed, pal. Very yes. All right. Do you want to get in a TV, or is there anything else from LVAC that, no. that tickled your fancy? No, I think that's uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, so uh, Rampage, I watched a match. Okay. Uh, which which um, was uh, the main event? Yeah, Statlander versus Jade. Yes, the, the TBS title. Wanted to see it because it was basically Jade's last AEW match. Yep, um, probably her best AEW match. I agree. Uh, and yeah, Statlander beat her fair and square. Right, and uh, you know they did the little curtain call at the end where Jade yeah. gives her the hug and raises her hand and right, uh, Jade. Like the next day was already at the performance center. Yeah, crazy. Um, it's nice to you know going out the, on your best match to date. Uh, we'll see what they do with her in the E. I'm sad to see her go. We talked about this last week, but um, but it was it was definitely her best match. I thought it was a good match. Um, yeah, it's interesting to me that you didn't watch uh the QT the QTV bit at the beginning. Uh, that is some of the worst piece of television I've ever seen. Um. QT Marshall isn't even on it on his own oh, segment. Good. Um that the lady that's there 
has some gimmick where she goes crazy and tries to stab people with scissors now. Maybe I should start watching. I'm into that. So uh, Johnny TV is there holding down the QTV bit. And he pops up out of nowhere and says, it's me. It's me. It's Johnny TV. Which is a ripoff, right? Um, and then he says that QT's not there because QT holds a title in AAA, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he says that uh, tr- QT's not there, uh, but he's been beating so many Mexicans that they're calling him the Mexicutioner. Interesting. And then the lady tries to stab somebody with scissors. It was terrible TV. It's real bad. I don't know why you keep doing it. Uh, nobody on these things has any sort of... Uh, value to this company but you're you keep fucking doing it on rampage i guess Um, well you're hit you're hidden on rampage yeah uh we got a king the kingdom versus christopher daniels and matt seidel match that i didn't watch uh we had a mogul embassy promo which i thought was funny because nana uh the wonderful nana the man who's finally getting the credit for being the brilliant man that he is uh, said right. that the Young Bucks put their stinky feet in his face in reference to them super kicking him. <laughs> uh, yeah. We got an Outrunners appearance, uh, but they don't even get an entrance, and they're forced to team with Peter Avalon in a squash. No. Oh. Um, Aussie Open is then in a, in a crazy squash against Damian Chambers and Lord Crew. Hard sure. Squash. Hard squash on that one. Oh, yeah, boy. That's, that's all the Rampage. It, they... I think we talked about it on the ride, maybe, but, like, if I'm AEW, uh, and I'm not speculating they need to cut, you know, save money or whatever. They need to start running some buildings that are appropriate in size for them. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I think cutting Rampage is a really good idea. Yeah, Um, I I don't see its purpose anymore. Right. I and mean, listen. If you're having good main events like you had this week, okay, right. then, yeah. then that's that's fine. Right. That's what WWE Saturday Night survived on for how long? Exactly. But wow. if you're not, then just you can just come out and very easily be like, listen, uh, it's our decision. It's not like you know, and people are going to run wild. Oh, look, they're canceling shows because they're not getting the ratings. But like to be like, listen, we don't really need five hours of programming. We'd rather focus our attention on the two separate shows than having yeah. to worry about this third one every week. And just walk away from it for a bit. Yeah, I I think that's you know, where I'm at when it comes to Rampage. Even, even maybe up your, even for how stupid they are, we don't like them. But instead of Rampage, run run a like Battle of the Belts or a special every two months on in that time slot or something, you know? Yeah, and actually have somebody win on Battle of the right, Belts. Right, and make it feel page. special because Rampage ain't, Rampage ain't it. Nope, sure isn't. I used to think it was such an easy watch and now I... Barely yeah. watched it at all. Absolutely. Uh, um, but that leads us into Collision, correct? Yeah, so Collision was Saturday. Um, yes. I, I'll say it off the bat, there was a lot of weird production stuff going on. So it seems like show. they did it on purpose, though, right? Yeah, but then, like, uh, even there was a thing where Kevin Kelly started talking about Mike Santana. Yeah. And yeah, it just kind of stopped. Right. And it went to something else. Yeah. And that was real weird. I actually re- rewound that because I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, very weird. But yeah, the weird uh, like countdowns and the take 27s on the promos or yeah, whatever. Very weird. Like, I don't know who that's for. I don't know. And it's very strange. Yeah. 
Very, very strange. Uh, we had our first sort of, I think, solidified, and she said it before, but, like, Jade's gone this week, and the first thing to come out on Collision is Brit saying that the TBS title stands for The Brit Show. Uh-huh. I was, was like, oh, I guess Jade really is completely gone, huh? Yep, she's outie. Um, <laughs> so. so, yeah, so Collision starts with uh, Big Bill and Ricky Starks. Yes, that's big with two Gs. Going up against uh, Danielson and Quadio. Yes. Uh, I thought that this was a solid way to start your show. Yeah, I liked it. Um, You know, nothing crazy good, but it was just solid. Uh, I liked Solid match. I liked how hard Claudio went in this match, particularly on Big Bill. Um, Yeah, and it's still, it's like, I don't know. It's still so weird with the... uh, like, oh, he's a bad guy, but he's a good guy. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I think it confuses people at times. Yeah, it, they're just, you know, running like a, depending on who you're facing kind of thing, I guess. But, um, because they do it with Mox. They do it with everybody in this fucking BCC. Yeah. Uh, except for Dragon. Well, no, that's not true. They do They do it with Dragon. Dragon's like so. a full-blown good guy right now. He right comes now, out of the good yeah. guy side of the entrance. Right, but remember how long he was a bad guy? So who knows? Yeah. Oh, I, I know it's weird. But um, uh, but Starks pins Dragon here after a low blow, which shocked me. Yeah, uh, I'm into it. Yeah, me too. I like it. Uh, you know, and then um, later in the show, Starks it, during one of these weird promos says like he's sick of Brian Daniels, he's putting an end to this next week. Yeah, yeah. And we're having an old Texas death match. Yep. Not so, your normal death match, a Texas a Texas death, death match, match right? Which means you're gonna have to post the the rules to yeah. them. They love doing Texas death matches in AEW. I'm not mad at it. I like it. I'm here for um, it. We have Orange Cassidy and Hook sharing some Doritos. We do. Did that happen um, here? That oh, so that no, was that's after way the, down the list. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't have all the collision right now. Right. Fast forward. Uh, I, so so but, I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, I got some weird stuff. Like, so the book of Hobbs is back, right? But I was like, uh, how long ago was that pay-per-view? Two weeks ago? I don't even know. And this is the, but uh, say two weeks, whatever it is, this is the first we're seeing Hobbs or Miro back on TV. I'm like, you guys had one of the most talked about matches of that whole pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do anything with them. Uh, so that makes no sense. Then Miro comes out. Miro has his promo. He calls Hobbs a son of a bitch. And then just sort of spirals into gibberish. So I was like, you guys aren't going to do anything else with these guys? Like, literally, we're on top of the world with the talked-about match, and you're just not putting them on TV. Um, you had the Iron Savages versus FTR. Yeah, I didn't watch this. Do you know the Iron Savages, Brett? Yeah. Can you name the Iron Savages? They were um, Bear Bronson and Bear whatever's faces. Right, right. Uh, but they're not that anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the one of them is called Beefcake Boulder now. And there's three of them. Uh, and they, they're they sipping sauce and living hoss, Brett. Mm-hmm. They're trying real hard to get these guys over. Yep. And, like, they do, like, the hip wiggles and stuff. I don't know if that works. Uh, FTR wins, and you find out their next challenger is the Work Horseman. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have to look for. I'm sure the matches will be fine, but uh, you know, there's nothing compelling going on. 
AEW uh, loves an open challenge. I guess so. Shane Taylor has Lee Moriarty with him and is now on TV regularly. That's a choice. Um, Raw Dog versus Bowens, even though it was supposed to be Evil Uno, but Tony Khan got bullied out of it, so they literally just wrote <laughs> in Sharpie over his name or added the uh, number. They, they literally did. Uh, the funniest <laughs> thing about this, so interference cost Bowens the match. Uh, which is an interesting thing because AEW doesn't normally do that. But my favorite thing about this segment is that uh, after Max Caster's rap or whatever, John Silver gets the microphone and says that he Googled scissoring and they're doing it wrong. Good for you, John Silver. Uh, we get an incredible Eddie Kingston promo. Okay, yeah, this was awesome. Yes. Eddie fucking rules. We know that his match against Claudio is coming up. Uh on dynamite. He, he drops a lot of fuck bombs. He does it. drop a lot of fuck bombs. Uh then we get OC and Hook backstage eating the best flavor of Dorito. Fact. That's a fact. Uh and they're gonna tag up chili. or something. Yeah. So gonna try and give Hook more of a rub off of OC, I guess. I guess the best friends don't really need that or aren't gonna be involved. But who knows? Uh we got some f- familiar-ish faces to the network coming up next with uh, mm-hmm. PB Smooth and Wes Barkley getting extra squashed by Aussie Open. Yeah, this was less than a minute. Yeah, oh, they got destroyed. Um, yep. So, yeah, uh, that happened. Uh, and then yeah, and Aussie, Aussie Open, yeah. yeah, they challenge uh, FTR at uh, Wrestle, Wrestle Dream. Dream. Yes. Weird... Want to call it Dreamwave for some what a, reason? What a but weird it is show that's Dream. working out to be. Yeah. Did you see? Oh, there, it's spoilers for Rampage, so I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. But yeah. Did you see? Mm-hmm. Okay. The Wrestle Dream match, great for the mm-hmm. for the Ring of Honor tag team titles. I hope somebody's ankles hurt worse than it is. Cool, so bro. That it doesn't happen. Yep. Um. Uh, Andrade versus Scorpio Sky. I don't care. Didn't watch it. Uh, but Switchblade is back. He challenges on Andrade. I like the post-match. Uh, yeah. I like. I think Juice Robinson should have a live mic. Every time anybody in Bullet Club Gold wrestles, they should just have Juice Robinson outside the ring with a live mic talking through the entire match. Well, if you like money, then I agree. Exactly. If um, you don't like money, then you don't do it. <laughs> Tony Khan must not like money. I, Tony Khan does not like money. I guess not. Um, Shibata is going to be a wrestle dream. Yeah, but like, what was the point of this? I don't know. What? Who do you think? They didn't say who's. They didn't right. say who's wrestling. Who's he going to wrestle? Like, who do you think he's going to work? Uh, at this rate, probably the blade. I don't fucking okay. know <laughs> because he is wrestling Nick Wayne on Ring of Honor this week. Oh well, I may start having to watch Ring of Honor for a certain reason. For Nick Wayne? N- no, no. no. Okay, um, but yeah, I was like, "This is weird. Why? Why? Why do we want to see Shibata versus Nick Wayne? Like, it's uh, I don't very, know. especially like a like a pure rules match. Yeah, like I don't I don't understand. Like they've done nothing other than like they got my sympathy for Nick Wayne, but I've, I I'm not particularly guys like, oh yeah, let me see what Nick Wayne can do against Japanese legend Shibata. Yeah, me neither. That, uh, that's not exactly knocking down my door. Uh. The Righteous beat the Hardys clean as a whistle. Hey, DJ, uh, you may not see the running trend here. Didn't watch this. I didn't watch this either. I just caught the end of it. 
Um, because of the Claudio, the Claudio package with Shikara footage afterwards, I went too far and then I went back. Uh, I really yeah. like the Righteous's entrance. I like the music. I like when Vincent snaps his fingers off time. Uh, I like the way Dutch looks. Like when he comes out and he looks like a like twisted like pr- like preacher kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they. I mean, I don't ever want to see any of these guys wrestle. No, not at all. But it's interesting. The Hardys lost clean to the Righteous. That's what they should be doing. Sure. Maybe not to the righteous. Um, no, that's exactly where, what they should be doing. <laughs> Year of our Lord 2023. Uh, we get the Claudio promo with Chikara footage, which I thought which was rocked. a nice touch. Um, <laughs> the, the Ricky Starks cuts a promo here, and I don't know who he was complaining about, but he talking about Wrestle Dream. And complains about the video package that showed Antonio Inoki, and then says that he doesn't even work here. And yeah, then I really he was talking. Yeah, it was Zach Sabre Jr. Yeah. Right, but at first I thought he was talking about Inoki, and I was like, oh, I, I mean, I guess he's not wrong. God, <laughs> uh, that's the Texas Death Match, and then the main event: Statlander versus Britt Baker. Um, sir, you, you skipped over maybe the best thing on this show. What was it? Tony Storm portrait of a star. Oh, was it on the show? It sure was. Oh, the little video package of her. <laughs> yes, right. She's so great. Yes, she's fantastic. She's doing the sit down interviews now with a series with RJ City. Yes, uh, she's like she wants to take down the lights because they're too bright. Right. And this this lampshade is just drab. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, I love what they're doing. Yeah, they've they've figured something out here pretty big, uh, I think. I think they could run with this. Uh, Tony Storm is the right kind of crazy uh, for people to really catch on. I like it. Yeah. I'm here Uh, for it. I think it was um, Tony Khan doing press yesterday said, like, it's the most entertaining thing in the company right now. Yeah, it's super entertaining. I mean, it's it's must-watch. As soon as it comes on, you're like, wow. Like this is cool. Like, yeah. what are we doing? This is yeah, it's cool. Oh, uh, she's so great. Uh, she's but great. yeah, you're right. TBS title stat versus uh, Britt Baker. Yes. Um, this was one of Britt's best matches. I'll say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I this could have went. Britt has been uh, seemingly backsliding lately. A lot of people talking about that all over the place. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, uh, and I think Britt. Doesn't have that much room to backslide to begin with, kind of. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but she brought it here, and I thought this was a really good match. Uh, but, you know, Statlander had had probably Jade's best match, uh, you know, the show before, and then has this one. And I'm like, well, maybe the maybe the common denominator is just Statlander. <laughs> like, Yeah, maybe, I think so. Maybe that's what's Statlander's going on here. Statlander's very, very good. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Statlander ends up beating Britt. Um yep. You know, it was again. It was a. It was good. It was a good match, right? It was Absolutely good. Like two shows in a row, Statlander crushing the main event. Yep. Uh, yeah. Maybe let's give her some something more to be featured on, and you know, right? Let's give her storylines here. Um, right. I agree. Uh, but yeah, I, I yeah, Statlander rocks, and yeah. Britt looked good. Yeah, the women's division is weird. It's it's kind of it's a shallow pool of talent to like just have her wrestle one offs every week because you have what. Two two months worth of talent to do one offs with, and then you're back to repeating people again. Yeah, yeah. So like, let's let's get her in a storyline and and work it from there. Pick somebody and let's go. 
Yeah, let's do you some, know, let's do do some, some damn storylines. Right, let's do some tag matches. Let's get some segments. Like, let's let's figure this out because yeah. Stat is, you know, arguably, you know, your best women's wrestler. And if she's not, she's top two or three. So right now, yeah, I'd say she's probably the best yeah. in ring wrestler they have right now. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was Collision. That is all of Saturday Night Collision. So let's. Uh, how how are you feeling about Collision, in the in the post CM Punk era? Uh, not great. Okay. Um, you know it's there's a lot I skipped on this show. Yeah, uh, there's just a lot that I did not care for. Like, so, I don't I don't care about seeing the Hardy Boys. Right. I don't I don't care about I don't know whatever else that I, that I skipped over. I just there's a lot. Like, listen, there's a lot of people in AEW I genuinely love. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people in AEW I genu- genuinely do not give a shit about. Right. So, uh, but we, and there was a lot featured here that I don't give a shit about. And I know that it's a, a bit of a special occasion because neither of us were home to watch it live. So we do have the luxury of fast forwarding through it. Yes. But, like, you know, the Hardys were on when Punk was on. Right? Were you skipping matches then, or you just Hard, the Hardys weren't on when Punk was no, on? No, he they, the Hardys no. weren't ever on a collision. Nope. With Punk, really? Nope. Hmm. Yeah, because remember, Matt Hardy was banned from the building, bro. Was he really? He was one of them that was banned forever. That was the talk. Oh, interesting. Because he's, uh, he he's, he's, he's very, he's very shit. Yeah, he's very anti-Punk. Oh, okay. Hmm. Because I mean, there was it's not it's AEW. There was some junk on Collision before when Punk was was up there. Oh, no um, doubt. But I was also like, I'd be home watching, watching it live. Right. This is the special instance because we got the we watched it recorded. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I think they're no better or worse than than some dynamites. Uh, you know, I think there's been some down dynamites and some up dynamites. Just like this Collision has been up and down. Um, but. Like, I, listen, you, you put Brian Danielson on, I'm going to watch it. Right, sure. You put you put Ozzy Open on, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Uh, you know, the stuff with Tony Storm, I'll watch. Andrade and Bullet Club Gold, like that getting in the mix, I will definitely watch that. Right. Statlander, I will watch. Uh, I am not watching the Hardy Boys against no. the Righteous. No way, yeah. I'm no, good. I'm all set over here. I, I value my time. A lot of Ring of Honor is sort of interplay on these uh, these last two episodes, but uh, episodes this week, I guess. Uh, but speaking of that, yeah, Tony Tony Khan falling back into old habits, I guess. Right. Let's uh, let's get into Dynamite, pal. Yes. Yeah, so Dynamite Grand speaking Slam. Speaking of Ring of Honor crossover, uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium. This is the Ring of Honor crossover. I'll allow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're kicking this son of a bitchin' motherfucker off. <laughs> For the ROH, well, really title for title, ROH World Title versus the New Japan Open Weight Title, uh, Eddie Kingston yes. versus Claudio Castagnoli. You know, Eddie Kingston uh, finally getting a world title. Yes. He beats Claudio, clean as a sheet, right. middle of the ring. One, two, three. In Eddie's hometown with his parents watching. I love how they got their special entrances. Yes. I thought that was real cool. Um, This is fucking awesome, man. Uh, Getting to see Eddie just being showered in cheers and love Mm -hmm. in his hometown. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. It was so fucking cool. At the end, Claudio shakes his hand, which I thought was awesome, and hands him the belt. Yep. So that's kind of the end of that. Yeah. 
Um, but man, Eddie, uh, getting to see Eddie win, man, it was something special. It, it was. I, I really loved it. The match is great. He he follows Kawada's instructions and does the power bomb. It sure does. Um, so, and obviously this crowd's rocking and rolling for Eddie. Uh, it's the outcome we all wanted. It's the outcome we knew was going to happen. He's double champ, you know, uh, sort of a thing that he, you know, Ring of Honor World Championships, his first world championship. Um, a really great moment, great match. Uh, you know, gets that hometown win. Uh, and I know that there were circumstances around their last meeting, right? The, um, where Eddie lost to Claudio because Eddie was going in for hernia surgery and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And I was part of me was worried going into this match that Tony Khan was going to do because with seeing Eddie put his title up, you know that. A safe bet that he was going to win because, like, New Japan's not going to put that title on anybody outside of a New Japan show. <laughs> yeah, well, unless, somebody... they, unless they were having, like, an agreement with Claudio going to be working shows. Right, and, you know, have Eddie win it back or something shortly. But um, I was a little worried there was going to be, like, a fuck finish, like, involving Mox or something to then move this to a pay-per-view to, you know, put it on a bigger stage. But it's in New York, so it's the biggest stage for Eddie. What do you do? Um, and I, I, listen, I love this match. It was the great moment. I was near tears the whole time. I screamed when he won, you know, like when Claudio was kicking out, I was going nuts when Eddie was kicking out, when like Eddie was getting beat up, like he took, they took a pretty good beating and looked pretty worn out. Um, but there's still a part of me that was like, man, this would have felt more special if he had beat Claudio that first time. Um, I get what you're saying. Just because uh, the, the expectation was there for this one. Making this a title versus title, you automatically went, okay, Eddie's winning. So, like, I didn't go into this one questioning anything, really. I know I said I was like, well, maybe they can do a fuck finish, but I was like, no. They have to here. Hometown, his family's there, all that. Like, this is Eddie's moment. And it's great. And I'm not saying it takes anything away from it. Uh, but I was just like, part of me is like, man, like, all of us watching that pay-per-view together – like, you know, getting bummed out when Eddie didn't win. <laughs> like, yeah. that would have been, a, a, I think, a little bit more of a special moment than this was. For me. Yeah, for me. No, for me I, as a fan watching it. Saying. Not for Eddie. Eddie won, a, Eddie won his first world title in front of his parents in his hometown in front of a massive crowd, you know, yeah. where he was almost working steel, you know. Uh, me, I'm yeah, talking well, me it... selfishly as a fan. Well, if it was up to me, my original plan was Eddie beating MJF for the title here. Right. Uh, for the AW title and then yes. Moxley immediately sticking him afterwards. Right. That's just me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I am very happy for Eddie Kingston. Me too. I love Eddie Kingston. Um, I did forget to mention during that promo, mm -hmm. um, from Collision with Eddie. Yeah. When he said, I told Renee I'm going to fix this. Uh, and me not answering all of your calls, John. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like there's something there. There could be something there. I think so. You know, well, like, maybe. oh, man. I just, duh. Um, it's just that little, like, one little line. Mm -hmm. it, it might just be a throwaway line and maybe looking way too far into it. But it's like, I don't know if you're in Blackpool Combat Club and you hear that and you go, John, what are you doing going behind our backs trying to call Eddie to fix right. this? Like, yep. You know? Yeah. That's, I, Eddie's very good at leaving that sort of stuff dangling, so there's always something for him to do. Uh, this Claudio thing, you know, the, the the mock stuff, the dragon stuff, like all that stuff is really, you know, 
he leaves that stuff hanging so he can always come back to something, you know? Yeah. Super happy for Eddie, though. Right. Uh, uh, we got incredible. We got Ian Riccoboni on the call, rightfully so, mm-hmm. uh, who skipped out of a class. I did, saw it. Did you see the him and Tony Schiavone thing? I sure did. Hilarious. Where Schiavone mm-hmm. uh, did a video note to his teacher uh, so they don't give him demerit. Yeah. Uh, that Shivani, what a what a delightful scamp Tony Shivani is. He's a wonderful man. Just having the time of his life out there. Um, yeah. All right. So that's the next thing on this on this show that I think deserves to be talked about is Roddy Strong. Dude, I was laughing so hard during this when he when Adam comes in and he's like, "Where are you? Where are you?" He's like, "Open your eyes," <laughs> and then when he hits the bed. Dude. And it, like, creaks its way up. It's so funny. It crushed me. He's like, just, just go. The, just go, Adam. The, sa- the sound it made yep. and how slow it was. It was like, perfect. Yeah, it's oh so good. God. I fucking love Roderick yeah. Strong. Ab- absolutely um, brilliant segment. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then when they show MJF arriving to the arena with Adam Cole in, like, the Ferrari. Yes. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> when Adam Cole, uh, Roddy calls Adam, mm-hmm. and Adam's like, no, Roddy, calm down. No, Roddy, you're not going to die. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> like so oh, it was so perfect. Then he just yeah. tells Max, I got to go. There's an emergency, but I'll be there for ringside for right. you later. Yeah. Um, Great stuff. Dude. Roderick Strong is the best. What a star. What a yeah. star. Uh, Jericho Sammy stunk out loud. Uh, not good. I, you know, I I don't, hmm. I know we were talking last night in the Discord, yeah. and I really don't know what they're trying to do with Sammy. This whole storyline is a fucking mess. Right. So, he wears the Jericho tribute gear. The whole yeah. story is about Jer- him supposed to finally beat Jericho and move beyond him. And he loses but it's, clean. But, yeah, but it's not, though. Because, like, they were going to just be tag partners right. next week. Right. And it's just, oh, my right. God. It's, and just, it's so dumb. So they do the exact, to the moment, Jericho Shawn Michaels thing. Yeah, from uh, WrestleMania in Seattle. I right. think it was WrestleMania 19. Uh, I don't know why Sammy loses. And then he turns on Jericho to join Don Callis. And my initial thought was like, this dude just lost to Jericho. Why do you want him on your team? He can't beat him. Like, yeah, it's just... You're, you're collecting losers? I don't understand. Like, Takeshita beat Kenny Omega. Great guy to have on your team. Like, the the thing is, it's like... Jericho, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't care about no. Chris Jericho at this point in my life. I, I think um, he has officially outlived his usefulness in AEW. I don't know that there's anything of substance left for him to do anywhere. I don't know that him losing gives anybody a rub. Uh, I don't know why him beating Sammy here happened at all. Uh, but I just, I don't know that there's really anything left for Jericho to do. The story, the storyline's off the rails. Though. Right. Like, you know, all of Jericho appreciation society left because Jericho is being a dick and he's enjoying with Callus. Right. And then Jericho joins Callus, but Callus doesn't really want him. And then Jericho faces Osprey, loses to Osprey, blames it on Sammy because he didn't hit Sammy or Sammy didn't hit Osprey hard enough with the right. baseball bat. 
Yes. But then, like, him and Sammy are teasing, breaking up, and insulting each other while doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, what what, what are we doing? It's, uh, yeah, it's a no fucking idea. mess. It's like, Super I weird. just get it off my TV at this point. I don't care. Yeah. Listen, I love Don Callis. I think, like, what he's right. been doing has been great. Um, you know, I love the little backstage thing where Garcia walks up to Sammy, and then Sammy's the one who wants to get in Garcia's face. And right. Callis to say, no, 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 that kid's money. Like, right. no, no, we leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't, I, I don't know. I really don't. But I don't know if Chris Jericho is the one doing these storylines, but they make zero sense. And I just don't care. Yeah. yeah, no sense. I just, yeah, I I don't see the useless. Like, even when you get, like, a surprise win, like, Action and Dreddy, it, what did it do for Action and Dreddy? It got him, like, a handful of mid-card yeah, matches like it's just nothing. I don't know. We don't need yeah, Jericho anymore. Nope, I'm I'm kind of over yeah. it. Um, um, so the the most sort of intriguing thing of the night happens next. Um, yes, Mox versus Ray Phoenix mm-hmm. uh, for the international title. Um, a lot of people split on when the thing in this match happens. Uh, because Mox gets messed up. So I was under the impression immediately on the dive. It's that from, dive. It, he got rocked. Yeah. Um, he did not look right nope. afterwards. I, I think he may have gotten rocked again at the end. I agree. I think he got rocked again at the end. because. But it's the during, dive. It's the dive when Phoenix does the dive yep. from the uh, stage to the outside floor by the ring, which amazing camera shot. Right. Maybe one of the coolest AEW camera shots yeah. they've done, and I would probably put that in your video packages. For sure. But Mox um, blasts his head off the ground. Yeah, Mox got – he got rocked. No He doubt. definitely did. Um, you know, and then you could see Mox is kind of – Shaky. He's kind of right. kind of loose, you and, know. Uh, Ill advised or not, he worked his way through it. Yeah, I mean, listen, he got his bell rung. Yeah, but you could see he was working his way through it. Right. You know, you could see as the match was going on, you're going, okay, he he's putting it back together. Right. He's okay. Which, um, uh, you know, I know AEW has sort of come out with statements about about safety, uh, particularly after the Alex Reynolds stuff. Um. What's the common denominator in that? And then when Alex Reynolds got his bell rung and nothing was done mm-hmm. about it, and this one we'll talk about in a second. Um, but I, I probably would have stopped this match um, as soon as I noticed Mox was wrecked, right? Uh, just do a count out. Yeah, so maybe just have the him the ball around the ring. You know? Yeah, right. Like just just get something done because that's not. It's not safe for anybody. No, it, it's not. I, um, I don't want to play safety police, but right. well, I don't, you, anybody with eyes could tell, right. oh, Mox is rocked. Right. Here. We know how serious concussions are. We know what can happen if you're, if wrestlers are unshaky or are shaky on their feet and whatever. And the match recovers a bit, uh, but then Phoenix goes for his pile driver. And when you watch it back, it looks like Mox slides a little forward and gets his head crunched again. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. You know, these are professionals. But Mox doesn't kick out. No. And you know that Mox wasn't losing this match, right? He doesn't go through the thing he went through with with Orange Cassidy for him to lose this belt on a random show in a 19th match against Ray Phoenix. Like, Mox was going to have a big, long run fighting everybody, all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah. But so he doesn't kick out. And Rick Knox, I will say arguably the worst referee employed to a to a major company in the world. Oh, he's fucking terrible. Uh and he has the track record. He did the same thing with Alex Reynolds, where Alex Reynolds was clearly out of it, didn't notice, didn't stop anything. Yeah. Um Mox doesn't kick out, and Knox like puts his hand under, like checking his shoulders. And I'm like, and we yeah. talk about this all the time. And maybe it's not everybody's philosophy. I know as much as you do that we don't want we don't want any referee to fuck on anybody. No, <laughs> sure don't. <laughs> but you have to treat. I'm a proponent of treating the three count like a shoot. Sure, count the three because if you don't, you make the wrestlers look worse, right? And yeah. I know that's not the way the finish was supposed to be, but Rick Knox, no matter what the outcome is here, Rick Knox is wrong and fucked up. No matter what, if Mox yeah. is hurt and he doesn't count the three, so then Ray picks Mox back up, gives him the pile driver again. Yeah, like why'd you have to do another pile driver? Couldn't you just do like a schoolboy or right. something? And like- Mox said something. So he maybe he called it. Maybe Phoenix didn't understand, didn't know the no, gravity. Mox, Mox called the audible, and you can yeah. tell when Rick Knox didn't count that three. Mox looked right at him and right. said, "Fuck you!" Right? Like so, <laughs> you know, you know, who knows why there was another pile driver? But like, you count that three to for for Mox's safety, for the legitimacy of the match, because it's pro wrestling. Like, but absolutely. Let's say that was the finish. So it, let's say Mox isn't hurt. And that was the way this match was supposed to go. Rick Knox, also in the fucking wrong. There's no saving that what he did. There's no saving his decision there. He's just shitty at his job. Yeah, he sucks. He's like the fucking worst referee. Like, he should only be reffing Young Bucks matches. Yeah, and I know he's there. I know Aubrey gets her criticisms. I know Bryce right. gets his criticisms. But, like, well, and referee Rick screw- Knox is bad. He's not the first referee to ever do that. I get that not. it's confusing. I know that there's a title involved, so you don't want to, you know, be the guy responsible for calling an audible and switching a title when maybe the company doesn't want it switched, right? Sure. But this is a mul- you can this is a multiple thing in the last two years, like your last year of Rick Knox fucking this up. Yeah, it's not he's good. Only there because he's friends with the Bucks. Have him do Bucks matches, and that's it. That's what yep. he's there for. Their matches don't matter. Their, their matches are always a conglomeration of nonsense anyway. So you'll barely yeah. notice if he fucks up because nothing matters in the Young Bucks matches. That's Let true. him do those big schmazes because this this is not only pathetic looking, potentially very dangerous for the wrestlers involved. Concussions are nothing to be to to joke around with. And he, the bigger side of that, beyond him just counting, not counting to three and making everyone look like an asshole, is that he is unaware of wrestler health and safety. Yeah. By this and by the Alex Reynolds thing, like everyone in the world knew that Mox was messed up. Yeah. Everybody in the world knew that Alex Reynolds was messed up and Rick Knox is just completely Uh, fucking oblivious to it. And if the referee, if you can't pay attention to the things going on inside and outside the ring at every moment, you're doing a bad fucking job as a referee. Yeah. And Alex Reynolds was worse because Alex Reynolds was, he was stiff-legged, right. yes. cross-legged. Like, he Absolutely. was out. Right. And nobody gave a shit. And that, no. I'm, I remember when that happened, man. I was so fucking mad. Right. Um, you know, this one, like, listen, I, you know, thankfully from all the reports, Mox is okay. Right. 
Uh, they're saying it's like a mild concussion, nothing with his neck or anything. Thank right. God. Which is, which is, of course, the big fear because when he doesn't kick out, you're like, can he not kick out? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? So. But thank, thankfully, he's okay. Yeah. Um, he's, so, he's, uh, you know, it's Mox. He's going to work hurt. Hopefully, nothing too bad. Hopefully, they forced him. Renee and AEW forced him to get it actually checked out. Not just rubbing some dirt on it and going on to the next match. Yeah, take some take some time, brother. But, I know there was like uh, that picture somebody took outside of Mox's trailer where it was like Renee, mm-hmm. uh, Yuta, Claudio, and Tony Khan all standing yeah. outside. So you know, uh, hopefully right. he's okay. That's the most important thing, right? Um, so I think I think what you do, give him some time off, have yeah. Ray set up some fun matches for Ray Phoenix with this belt. Yeah, have and, Ray, have Ray wrestle Claudio, and, have Ray wrestle right. Yuta, and then in you know? in a month, month and a half, whatever you feel is enough time. Phoenix comes out, Abrahantes gets on the fucking microphone and says that there's an open challenge. Ray will wrestle well, anybody, of course, <laughs> right? Because that's what they do, right? <laughs> and then wild thing hits. We hadn't seen Mox in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Wild thing hits. The crowd goes fucking crazy. And he just beats the bricks off of Ray I, Phoenix. I, dude, I was going to say, he just absolutely destroys Ray Phoenix. Right, and work that into the program. Like, you know, you you messed me up. You know, you, you got the better of me, but I wasn't expecting it. You know? So I'm gonna do show. what you do what you did with the Mox Hangman promo, or if you remember that, when that feud. When Mox legit KO'd Hangman. Right. And then Hangman came back because he wanted to KO Mox right. to get him back, you know? Yes. Do that. I'm fine with that. Right. And have have Mox all the respect in the world. You know, here's this. Here's, you know, what, you know, here, here's a guy. He knocked you out. All the respect in the world. You you got the better of me. We're fighters. That's what we do. But now I'm going to fucking kill you. Even even if, uh, you know, I mean, this might be a personal thing. Have Mox beat the shit out of Abraham to yeah. leave oh, him please. bloody as hell. Yes. Oh, absolutely. You know? Write that one I- up. Ray Phoenix or not, have that happen. <laughs> like add that, but add that to a story. You right. know, like let's let's make right. it a little bit like push it that level. Right. You and know? if you if you feel it necessary, you feel like you could fit this in, then you know maybe because they were pictured with with them before he went out for his Ring of Honor title match, maybe you have you know Mox taking advantage of Ray Phoenix a little bit, and Eddie Kingston comes out with his best friend Penta, and says, "Hey, I think that's enough, Mox. What's happened? What's the matter with you?" Like, what's your problem? And you can get a little Mox Eddie program. Or or you could have Eddie get pissed off at Phoenix because he hurt his boy. Uh, could be. You know? You yeah. know? Let's let's talk. You want to talk? Let's talk a little put, bit. Put three belts on Eddie Kingston? I put every goddamn belt okay. on Eddie Kingston. All right. Except, except right now for the TNT title. Yeah, right. Did you win this belt? <laughs> um, so I, next thing I have here is uh, Soraya versus Tony Storm. Uh, I have nothing to say about this match, but I have everything to say about Tony Storm's entrance. I love you, Tony Storm. You you deserve the world. You should have won this match. Right. The black awesome. and white, the like weird, almost like frame rate difference to make it look like a black and white film. It's very, so good. Very gold dust productions, sort of old school, shattered, shattered dreams. Yeah, sort for of sure. Thing. Uh, yeah, she's fantastic. Um, but Soraya and her floppy neck, uh, not yeah, doing old, it for me. Old noodle neck Soraya. But Who she, wins? Yeah. And at the end, I was thinking, okay, is like, 
is uh, Mercedes Monet going to come out here? But she didn't. No, nope. so. nothing happens. No, no. Uh, and then main event: MJF versus Samoa Joe. Yes, for the AEW uh, World Title. MJF with the old Bret Hart entrance, like hilarious, was incredible. Yeah. Right, hilarious. Uh, the kid yelling Max and mm. <laughs> whispering his ear, and the kid just looking at the dad saying, "Dad, I'm adopted." Right. <laughs> It Amazing. Was so good. It was really funny, for sure. Um, I thought the match was really good. Yeah, so that was the big thing. Like, you know, I, I'm uh, I'm not shy about how I feel about Max. Uh, I think the stuff he's been doing has been the best stuff he's been doing, but goes a little long on his live promos. Um sure. But this guy, since, you know, right before winning the title and since he's won the title, has hung, more than hung, has, like, taken it. To, like, some of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah, no doubt. So you can't doubt his ability. I mean, he had a great match with Dragon. He has this really good match here with Joe. Yeah. Like, you know, his match with Adam Cole is very good. Like, he, he can yep. wrestle. Matches with, with match he had with Takeshita was right. really good. Right, he can go. Yeah. Uh, so you can't you can't bash his his wrestling ability. No. Um, uh, you, know, I, you know, I thought that this was a lot of fun. Um, you know, this is where... Adam Cole finally shows up because he's done helping Roddy. Yep. And when Adam Cole jumps from the ramp down by the ring, uh-huh. uh, he fell, and I'm going, hmm, okay. Uh, and then he gets up to walk, and he is limping real, oh, yeah. real he bad. Bar- he could barely put weight on that ankle. Um, what a boneheaded thing to do. Well, you know, I, that, that was the death spot last time. was people jumping off that ramp to the outside of the floor. Right. That's right where Mox got hurt, yeah. and then there's Adam Cole getting hurt. Yep, and he's apparently um, on crutches. He went to the hospital. Mox didn't, which is insane. That, um, Mox is a fucking god. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Cole's there, and he's hurt, and he gets in the ring. You can tell he's hurt, so who knows how bad it is. Uh, hopefully not too bad, because that throws a, a wrench into almost everything. Yeah. Um, um, I love the finish. You know, uh, MJF was choking Joe with, like, the wire. Um, mm-hmm. puts like the chokehold, which is just the the old CM Punk finish when he was feuding with him. Right. Um, chokes him out as he said he was going to choke Joe out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the end, you know, when he's celebrating, he pulls the referee into him, and Adam Cole goes and scurries and cleans the wire up and puts yes. it into his pocket. Yeah. Um, so good ending, you know. Mm-hmm. I I didn't love that commentary put Max over for that. Like Excalibur was like giddy that he won that way. Um, it's pro wrestling. They put over the baby face. Yeah, I guess it's more of just a problem with like, like Max is a baby face, but we know he's not a baby face. You know, we know that he's exploiting the good nature of some people. But that's been wrestling forever, though, right? But when Excal when he wins, Excalibur's like, I can't believe he did it, and it's like, well, but he cheated. You know, he could still be dastardly, and you know, whatever. I just, I, it just didn't sit with me, right? Like, I like the Adam Cole stuff because they're best friends. But, like, commentary putting over a cheat win in the main event for your babyface is just weird to me. I didn't quite love it. Um, but the match was very good. Uh, and I guess we'll see. Is there's a, For Wrestle Dream, there's a match set up this week for Cole and MJF. Yeah, That's we'll see hilarious. when they show it on TV, yes, I guess. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's all I had in America. That's, that is the end of America. That means we're going on a trip. We sure are. Short trip, I think, this week, though. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be right back somewhere else. 
Hey, look at us. We're in Japan. We sure are. We made uh, it. We did it. We're here. So I only have two matches total. Okay. Let's save the Noah one for last. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the important to. one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll lead in with DDT because uh, you didn't watch this, nor should nope. you have. No. Um, DDT, uh, for the all-Asia tag team titles, it is Junakiyama and Kataro Suzuki versus Atsushi Onita and Yoshitatsu, who are the what, champions. What are you doing? In a current blast bat and board death match. Ay, ay, ay. It goes eight minutes. Uh, there is a title change. Junakiyama and Suzuki, the team of burning, are the all-Asia tag team title holders now. Um, Onita can barely fucking move. Right? I mean, he could barely move a couple years ago when we right. saw him. So, uh, there's, so it's the bat that explodes, and there's boards that, it, that are supposed to explode. They're all connected to wires. Uh, Onita gets dumped onto a barbed wire board twice and it never explodes. Um, but the barbed wire bats work. So there's a point in this match where Onita has Suzuki in an abdominal stretch and Yoshitatsu is like signaling Onita to get out of the way because he's going to hit him with the exploding bat. But Onita refuses to move. So Yoshitatsu just swings the bat anyway and they both explode. (laughs) It sounded like a gunshot. Um, and then the finish, like Akiyama hits an exploder, and then uh, Yoshitatsu standing in the middle of the ring, and uh, Akiyama and Suzuki both have the exploding bats, and they, like, one side and the other side, like, front and back, hit him with the bat at the same time, giant explosion, and they win. It goes about eight minutes, and it was not really that entertaining outside of the explosions. I like explosions. I just hear God bless you for that watching. <laughs> yep, it was only eight minutes. Uh, Stardom had two Grand Prix shows this week. No commentary at all. Nope. Uh, weird little house show things. I watched a bunch of matches. Not a bunch. I watched one, two, three, four, five matches total. But there's not a ton to talk about. So what did you watch? And we'll hit that. Uh, the only one I watched was from Night 16 was, uh, Micah versus Azumi. Oh, okay. I didn't watch that one. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's the only one I watched. Uh, dude, it was like sub nine minutes, and it was the main event on the show. Okay. Which I fucking love that. Yeah. Uh, Micah won with a Michinoku driver, and I thought it was sick. Okay. And Azumi wrestles like hyperspeed, which yeah. I love. So, uh, Micah rocks. Micah, part of uh, DDM. Mm. Big fan. Uh, I watched Hazuki versus Natsupoi. Okay. From that night. Um, so I, the main event, did the, did the ring sound like it was like tin? The ring was very loud on this show. Mm, it, was like odd, really it was like an odd sound when I watched, uh, it was very, just everything sounded grosser. It was a solid mean match. Um, and the promo afterwards had subtitles. Yeah. Cause these get uploaded to stardom world. Yeah. Um, right. So they, they do the uh, subtitles for the promos. Right. But f- it was in Fukuoka, which is Suzuki's hometown. She gets the mm-hmm. win, and she said she's going to come back to her hometown as five-star Grand Prix champion. Okay. The next night, I watched one, two, three, four matches. Um, let's see. Is there anything worth talking about? Uh, I watched the high-speed title five-way match, uh, which was just chaos and nonsense at one point. Uh, 
Saki Kashima, the high speed champion, leaves the arena. <laughs> she doesn't want to be in it anymore. Um, I watched Momo Watanabe versus Hanan. Uh, the most, uh, I, I almost watched that. The most interesting thing about this match is that Momo has a Balzac patch on her entrance jacket. I mean, that fucking rules. Um, the one thing I liked about these shows that they do is they, um, after the match, they'll put up the little title card for the person who won and they'll say, they'll show their name and what move they used to win. I thought that was a nice little thing. Yeah, dude, Balzac rules. Balzac does rule. Um, Fuck yeah. I watched Mariah versus Maria May. Uh, this match was probably my favorite of the start of matches I watched. Uh, I think if this was on American TV, like people would freak out. This was a very solidly wrestled women's match. Okay. Well, I'm not saying it's like five stars, but it was just a solid wrestling match. And Maria May, uh, you know, big tall blonde lady, apparently getting some looks from American companies. Like mm-hmm. you could put this on any women's ma- women's division on TV here, and people would be like, "What a great match that was!" Um, and uh, on the way out, there's a guy who has a Mirai gimmick towel that he's like waving at her. And she takes it and dries her face off with it and gives it back to him. And I was like, oh, that dude's putting that up on Japanese eBay. Uh, or he's going home to do a CUM into it. <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> and the main event was Suzu Suzuki versus Ami Saray. Um This was good. I like Suzu Suzuki. Um, it goes almost 12 minutes. Uh it was good, but it looked like at one point Ami was getting a comeback, uh, and then Suzuki just kicked her in the face, and that was the end of that. So, All right, yeah, I, I like Suzuki. Me a lot. too. I like her a lot. That's why I wanted to watch that match. Nothing great, like nothing like oh my god, you have to watch Stardom this week. They're weird shows. There's no commentary. They're they're shot at weird angles. At sometimes it feels like the camera's pointed directly into a light. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, <laughs> but they were there. Uh, so I wanted to watch them, but the thing, the the sort of the the talked about thing of this week in Japan, the yes. a, a dream match, honestly, uh, absolutely. Uh, from Neomichi Marufuji's 25th anniversary show, Will Osprey in a Noah ring for the first time, yeah, versus a man he considers, I guess, his idol, uh, yep. and even in the video package beforehand, says that 70 percent of his offense is just stolen from Marufuji. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we get Will Ospreay versus Marafuji in uh, uh, what I felt was a really a fantastic wrestling match. So I'll tell you what, man. Um, I was kind of curious with Osprey being like, I love Marafuji, yeah. and you know, uh, that was like Noah was on TV in the UK, oh. so they saw Noah more than they saw like New Japan and All Japan. Okay. Interesting, um, you know. So I I looked into that a little bit, and I was yeah. like, oh, that makes sense then, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, this is Marufuji, like you said, the 25th anniversary show. And he's only 43. Like, <laughs> yeah. Marufuji's not an old guy. Like, he should have, he still has a lot left in him, I think. I hope. Yeah. I I think he does too. Um, dude, this match fucking ruled. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, Osprey and Marufuji trading chops was so brutal. Yep. Oh, everything. Um, because, like, they, they definitely made it a point to show all the things that Osprey stole. Because then Marafuji just went and did it back, the, like the hook kick and you know all that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, that stuff was all really fun. Yeah, um, I thought you know Osprey winning, obviously that's the right thing to do. Yeah, 
Um, what an insane run for Osprey. Yeah, crazy, right? Which, but makes me think and believe that he he's not going to be over there for very much longer. I think he's getting this stuff out of the way so that he can sign with a company over here. Yeah, um, I think he will be in AEW. I think so, too. I think he'll come over here uh, and p- potentially be some big-time star power, you know? Um, Do you think he's going to win a world title over here? I think if he comes to AEW, you, you have to, right? I agree, yeah. I think he will win the world title. Yeah. Um, and I think it will be within the first year of him being yeah, there. Yeah, I think, I think it explains a lot. I think it explains sort of them giving him a win over Okada, and, but in sort of a non-flashy way, just so that yeah. he can have that win. Um, yeah. And then he's sort of wrestling some dream matches. And, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll probably float back and forth, um, and we'll probably get some more Japanese matches out of him in New Japan and stuff. But I think... I think he's I think he's working his way over here. I think he wants that that schedule and that money. Um and I think he I think he has the potential to take over, you know, wherever he wherever he ends up. I think you know, he's a he's a worldwide name at this point. So Yeah, he really is, man. Um I love watching his stuff. Yeah. You know, I I thought he was he was so good in this match with Marafuji. Yeah. You know, I love him afterwards. And dude, that's another thing that's like a like a very impressive thing with him. He's like Omega where he could switch back and forth between English and Japanese in a mm-hmm. promo. Yeah. Like it's nothing, yep. you know? So there's that extra connection with the Japanese audience sure. where, oh, hey, he took the time to learn, learn the language, right. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I I love this match. Right. Um, I, I love the, the Shiranu on the apron. Yes. Um, I There at the one point in this match, I got hot because Osprey hits a Tiger Driver and winks. He like Did does he, a, he does a little like cocky wink and then hits a tiger driver and I was like not Noah you son of a bitch oh. and Marafuji kicks out at one <laughs> that like, rules I was like yep that, all right that rules absolutely um and then when Marafuji kicks out of a hidden blade that I felt was laid all the way in uh uh-huh. I cheered <laughs> I was like yes like I was so happy um and but then he immediately falls to the stormbreaker. Um, yeah. it just was just really great. I liked the video package beforehand. You know, I did too. I, I like that it was you know even though uh, like Osprey was beating him up in the match, it still felt like very respectful in a way. Yeah, there was there it wasn't Osprey being cocky yeah. at all. Uh, so yeah, I just I think this match was was fantastic and uh, well worth seeking out and finding. I think this is um one of the better matches this year. And I hope it leads to Marafuji doing more stuff. He's been, I don't know if he's been hurt, but he's been kind of quiet in Noah a bit. Like, he wasn't in the N1, right? No. Uh, well, you know, I mean, maybe he'll face Riddick Moss for the GHC World uh, Heavyweight title. It's possible. And you see, 43, he's been wrestling 25 years. He's one of the last guys to actually be trained by Baba and share a ring with him, and they showed footage of that. Um, I loved when they showed the footage. Yeah, him, of him jumping Baba. off Baba's shoulders. That was so cool, uh, man. But sort of, uh, you know... Yes and no, you know, uh, technically Baba's last student, but technically not because Baba was not in great health at that point. But, um, but yeah, so he has those connections and sort of is, is, a, is a straight up legend um, who, you know, is a star and is incredibly 
influential and Osprey's not the first guy to steal from him whole cloth. Um, but it was a little harder to find his stuff in those, in the, the early tape trading days in the, or not even the early days, but like the two thousands with Noah, like people were looking for Kobashi and Misawa. They weren't necessarily watching the juniors division. So yeah, even though there should have been, because Marifuji and Kenta had some burners. Absolutely. And I just, I want to see more Marifuji cause he's still great. But 25 years is a long time to be a wrestler. It's a long fucking time, brother. So, yeah, um, I I, lo- I loved it. I yes. thought it was a fantastic match. Yep. But that's it, right? That's all that, that's all that I have. What was uh, your favorite match of the week? Uh, for domestic and then for uh, international. International, uh, hands down, no question to ask, is Marifuji Osprey. Yep, same. Um, And for domestic... While there was some good wrestling, I liked a lot of stuff on LVAC. Um, but you know, our boy won the world title. Finally, got everything that uh, that was coming to him that he deserves in his hometown. Just for the the, the match was great. The pure emotion of it. Claudio versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, excuse me, Claudio versus your new Ring of Honor World Champion, Eddie Kingston. Yep, same same on both ends here. What it is? We've been waiting <laughs> so long. You know. Um, the build was there. You you do risk. You did risk sort of getting that moment back that you could have had at that Ring of Honor show. But yeah. doing it in Arthur Ashe in front of that crowd, hearing that crowd yell chant Eddie's name to start out, like they were so into Eddie. Uh, you know that's it was a really great moment, and I hope he I hope he has a long run with this title, and I hope when he's done with this one, he gets the AEW one because he deserves it. God damn, he fucking does, man. <laughs> he does. He absolutely does. Oh, he really does. Yeah. Um, did you buy anything this week? Um, well, I got the little Max guy. Same. Uh, and the, the little the guy, the little, uh, I guess, wrestling buddy, right? Yeah. Um, I, uh, the Wheeler meet and greet. Same. And, uh, the weekly pro wrestling Terry Funk, uh, like dedicated memorial issue is is on its way. So same. I think that's it. Yep. So look at that. We all bought, we bought the same shit. There you go. Yep. So nice. Good. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad we all bought the same shit. That's good. Right. That's Nothing. yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's all I bought. Cool. So. uh yeah. Oh, you have anything else? Or are you uh, ready to wrap it up, dude? I got nothing else. Same uh, man. It was a good week of wrestling. Yeah, it was I, fun. I have almost no idea what's. I don't I actually don't know what's coming up. Uh, for anything, uh, really anywhere. I'm trying. Let me look really quick. More New Japan, like Road to Destruction stuff. Um, yeah, I wonder. I don't know when that's done. Uh, well, you know, maybe I'll watch Honor Club. Let's see. The, I'll, the I'll, 11th. I'll, I'll peruse. Yeah, it. Road to Destruction 11th day is on the 22nd. So, well, so it's tomorrow. So, so September twenty fourth is destruction in Kobe. Okay, so that's so so we'll have that. So that's that's Suji versus Osprey. Okay, yeah. So we'll have that. I Yoda's saying that he's gonna he wants to turn that take win that belt and turn it back in the Intercontinental title. Sign me up, brother. Right. I mean, I think that you know that's an interesting way to go. Yeah, if Osprey is in fact that. leaving, I think that's cool. And then if Osprey's leaving, you don't have a ton of Gaijin, so you don't need any outside titles. Just make that the uh, Intercontinental title again. 
Yeah, I would love that, but I wonder if they want that title on the line at Wrestle Kingdom when he eventually wrestles Omega again. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. If that happens. Yeah, that's true. GCW versus the world, uh, Ring of Honor, um, the Rev Pro, Fantastic CMLL show. Uh, we'll see. We'll yeah, see as, as the week goes on. Destruction. Yeah, all right. We'll see. Doesn't, doesn't look like there's going to be a ton, so we'll see. Okay. Some weeks there's not a right. ton. Some weeks there's not. But that's it. Some weeks there's an overload. That's true. That's it. We're done. I'm out of here. Uh, it's good talking to you, pal. Yeah, you too. Uh, over over Skype. Ooh. Um, but yeah, feel so better, you, Michelle. Yes. Yeah, so you can find us online at We Need Wrestling uh, on social media. We Need Wrestling dot com. Uh, you can email the show at We Need Wrestling at gmail dot com. We're a proud member of the Soon to Be Damned Network at STBN Network uh, on social media on twitter for the time being i guess i i'll tell you right now i ain't paying for that shit um oh. that'll be we've got blue sky and instagram i guess uh mm-hmm. and hive and spoutable and whatever else is happening um tout tout <laughs> uh proud member soon to be named network uh soon to be named network.com soon to be named network.tumblr.com all the shows everything you could ever possibly want to listen to uh, Final Wrestling Place is doing lists. Uh, add I odds love with, it. You love them? Oh, I love it. Uh, so add odds fun. with wrestling. I'm sure Adam's going to brag about his football, about the uh, fantasy football there. So good listen to Add Odds with wrestling. Uh, our other show, Wings on Wings. Uh, Profane Argument. Puzzle Warriors 3. Longbox Heroes. Longbox Heroes After Dark. Uh, I've been told that there's a rumor that no chance in helmets coming back, but who knows? We'll see. Um, but, uh, that sounds like, you know, something that I don't know. Um, doesn't at all, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, I think that's it. That's everybody. Uh, I hope if I missed, Oh, uh, Hayabusa, our review of Hayabusa will be next week. Uh, as it'll be joined by our review of Heat Up, also happening next week. We just ran out of time this week. It's just we're running a little too long. So, sorry, Ed. Um, Listen, my dear sweet Ed said he uh, he has a new episode in the holster, so well, I'm ready. We'll see what happens, and we'll review that one when it comes out. Um, yeah, that's it, pal. Let's get out of here, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. We will. Bye. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named soon network. The Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Now you're off, nerds.